Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode number something of Smart Wrestling Fan, the podcast about wrestling. Were you going to say something? No. Oh, um, <laughs> smartwrestlingfan.com is your saying, thing. I would never say this on the show, but. Oh, wow. Yikes. Um, episode number 836, I think, of Smart Wrestling. One of these days this week, probably, it's like their 17th anniversary or something. I don't know. Is that a thing? No, it loses all. No, loses all meaning? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I guess maybe 20 will do something. Wake uh, me up in three years. I'll try. Um, so, Jeez. welcome to the program. We're going to talk about wrestling this week. And so uh, Holy crap. I watched, I watched some weird stuff this week, but um, this weekend is our big pay-per-view event, WWE. Oh, so big. So good. So look forward. I'm very concerned. But we'll we'll talk about that. Raw just ended minutes ago. So we are doing a show now of the week in wrestling. Um, Did I say who we were? Not at all. You didn't even say who I was. And that's the important thing. Oh, I'm. Well, people know already, but I'm Joe Negron. And with me, as sometimes, Mr. Mutant Larry. Hey, Joe. Hello. Wow. Hey. We've what? been talking for like an hour, so. I know. Wait for cafe. Hey, Joe. Yep. It's not. But, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, it was hard to get through that raw, uh, especially the ending. It was like 40 minutes of boring at the end. Mm-hmm. Do they not realize that they've had some of the worst ratings in the last hour of raw in ever in the last month or so? What what was the the female thing that got such bad ratings? It was Natalia and Tamina against Nia and Shayna, I think. I would rather see that than this main event. Yeah. I think you might be right. Yeah. So. I had no interest in this cornball of main event. Mm. Half 45 minute main event. It was sad. And then it turned into, it morphed into a different match as usually happens when you start the match too early. And that one wasn't interesting either. So, and then what a confusing ending. Yeah, it was worse. It was way worse. How long was Snow White asleep? Uh, Seven dwarfs. Years. Seriously, Um, it was years, right? So this prince that kisses her, they're not of the same generation, right? Uh, Would it be weird? It's not like they're contemporaries. Oh my god, that's her son. Uh, could be. What a twist. Oh. It was the, not Othello, not Hercules. Um, a Hercules. The kid, the guy. Hermes. Pucks his own eyes out because him and his mom made Eyeballs. Out. No eyeballs. Odysseus, not Odysseus. Oh my god, what is wrong with me? Sisyphus. Pushing no. that rock. Bless you. Uh... Oh, come on! Not narcissist, um, not... Mercury. Insurance. Um, right now, guys, see. some guy's yelling at his radio, and we're not even on the radio. So I know, that's weird. weird. Yeah, But some guy's probably yelling at his radio right yeah, now. Yeah, I think so. Oda, Oda, Oedipus. Oda, oh, Oedipus. Got yeah. it. Oda, Oda, Oedipus. Oh, I should have known when you were talking about somebody and their mom or whatever. Yeah, got it. That's it. Somebody's mom. Your mom. Have to put water in her dish. Oh, Dave Chappelle joke from how long ago? Yeah, wow, good, good one, Woods. Good one there. Remember the Dave Chappelles? I you do. You know he lives in a little town like 
15 miles from me. Wow. Why don't you ever go to his house? Why didn't you ever go talk to The Rock? Dave Chappelle doesn't even go fishing. Because I was a kid and I was scared. If Dave Chappelle walks past my house with a fishing rod, I'm probably going to fall into step and be like, hey. Oh, my God. What's up? I like Wu-Tang Clan because I know he likes Wu-Tang. Ooh, that sounded racist. That sounded really racist. Until you explained it. We used to have him on his show, remember? Yeah, I know, I know. I get it, but, you know. It sounded really bad if you don't know anything about it. Yeah. Good job, Larry. Top of the food chain. <sighs> Horrible. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're going to do a show and uh, talk about wrestling and it's car and a fish. And um, don't forget to go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan and become a patron of the show. Mm, there you go. That's it. You know, so. Yeah. What do I know? I can never, never get you to do this, but this one might tempt you. We could not talk about Raw. Okay. And you could explain to me why Muppets don't need jobs. Um, Because you still haven't convinced me. It's a complicated thing. I know. But yeah. they have apartments. I know Oscar lives in a trash can, which... Yeah, that's free. Yeah. Yeah, and the nest for Big Bird is... That's free. But, but it's got to be on somebody's property, though. Well, Bert and Ernie are people with apartments. And they have apartments. Well, they're not people. No, no, no. They're 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 not Muppets. Are not people. Don't say that. Like okay, even Guy Smiley is not a person, and he's the like one of the most persony Muppets there is. Man or Muppet, Muppet or man. That's not how that goes. I've never seen the movie. Oh, I could tell. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. But Kermit is very not human-like, and he has a job. He's sometimes a newscaster. He has multiple Sometimes jobs. he works at the uh, with his Muppet Show cast to try and make yeah. money there. It does seem like on the Muppet Show, if you don't make money, you, you're homeless and you die. But on but Sesame Street, everything's all fine if you don't make money. Hmm. Interesting. What did the... The what other the people that hid in the walls? Did they have a financial system? Bad Ronald. <laughs> no. Who? The bulldozers and the diglets and the bulldozer and diglet. Yep. What about what um? The dog. What about Bamp Foff? I don't even remember that what I was. Pokemon. You were so drunk. Oh my god. What was I trying to say? Bamp Foff. You meant Bidoof, you dummy. <laughs> Bamp Foff, like Pampero. Do you mean Pampero? Hey. Anyway, um, I guess so. Oh. Um, charm type. That's you. So uh, welcome everyone to the show. Did I do that? Yeah, I did. I'm surprised they almost didn't introduce us. I know it's had. It's only been seventeen years. It's been a long yeah. day, let me tell you. Um, but and we're all makes it worse <laughs> every time. Every time. Um. I might forget to say it later, so I'm going to just say it now. I watched, um, I'm not going to review it, but I did watch the Impact pay-per-view in its entirety. I watched the NXT pay-per-view. Oh, well, wow, look at that. We could, combined, we could make a whole extra show. Become Captain Planet. We could. I think you mean Voltron, but yeah. I guess Captain Planet. Mm, there's a lot of combining. It's a little the, weird. Whatever the Zords become in the... Megazord? Rangers. Yeah. They, they, everything. That was sure. I don't know. Uh, there's Devastator. There's. I'm out. I'm out. That's I was going to make a joke about the stupid names from. Uh, but I can't even remember any of them. Tyrod. 
Oh my God. Yep. Hercules Tire Jr. Iron, Hercules, not, Hernandez. Not Jade. What, what am I thinking Not of? Jade. Oh my face God. Mask. Reckoning T-Bar, Mace, yep. Mace and yes. Slapjack. How could you forget Slaps. that? And at I one point, never... Retaliation. I remember even the lost one, Retaliation. But yeah, you oh, were yeah. trying to say Fraggle Rock earlier, but you're dumb. So I mean, drunk. I didn't mean dumb. I'm sorry. Okay. No, did they have did they have a monetary system? Uh, no, they didn't know what money was. They only and they also are funny. They're funny little guys because they didn't understand why they liked Doozer sticks so much, but they were made out of radishes, which is like their main food source. But they, those are more like candy to them. And then at one point, the Doozer sticks were ketchup and mustard flavored. What if they found out they were made out of fraggles? Doozer sticks are fraggles. Well, that would be awesome. That'd be great. Shoyland Green ending. No, you know what's weird is the ending of that. Se- it had an ending. The series did end. Had an ending? Yeah. Did they and all it- go away on with Uncle Bobo? Go, go. So None of that's right, but it's you're close. Um, so what happened was Sprocket and Doc, who live in the human world, of course, are, um, they Doc finally met Gobo, and they talked. But the, here was the huh. weird. But here was the weird part. There was some weird magic element to it, where if Gobo didn't touch Doc, like physically grab his hand, and then touch him in his life in some way. Like mentally, they that Doc couldn't ever see him for some reason. He had to do both or just one? Well, I think it was a combination of all two stooges. So he grabbed Doc's hand and started talking to him. And then they they basically, Doc wanted to know all this stuff. And Gobo was like, I, I, I don't, uh, I could answer some of your questions. And he answered him. He said, I'm a fraggle. My name's Gobo. And then Doc was like, I like food. But that, yeah, I like food. Bye. Um, but then, no, that was traveling Matt that said I like food by, by the way. Okay. Nobody said it. I said it. But anyway, so, um, yes, this is smart Fraggle Rock fan, apparently. No, now. wait, now I'm now Wait, now I'm interested. So what? Okay, so, so, so here's the guys like he finds out these Muppets live in his, his finally walls. finds. Okay, finally finds out Sprocket's been trying to tell him this for years, but he's a dog and yeah. he can't speak English. So he can't he's not one of those Muppets that can talk. He's like, most dogs in the Muppets can't speak. Like Barkley on Sesame Street, he just barks. Or he can't. Fuzzy. And his his original name was Woof Woof, by the way. So, you see. But anyway, they change it. Anyway, the, my point is, um, so Doc is, the, the problem is Doc gets really excited and it scares Gobo. Doc's like, hey, I got it. We're moving away. We're going to move out of this, it's this, uh, this shack here. We're moving to the desert. How about you come with me and we could like go on adventures and I can show you the world. And Gobo's like, what? Like Michael traveling Matt? No, I have friends and like stuff to do here. Yeah. And then so Gobo gets scared and runs away. And? So then Doc and Sprocket move to the desert. They clean out the the warehouse or whatever it's called, the workshop. It's Mm -hmm. gone. And they're living in the desert. Now, if you ever saw the first episode of Fraggle Rock, when Doc first gets to the workshop he moves a box along the wall and there's a there's a there's a hole there the giant mouse hole which we didn't know was a fraggle hole at that point 
but he doesn't board it up. He, I mean, sometimes he does in some episodes, but he doesn't board it up. He leaves it like that. And that's where Sprocket meets the Fraggles because they would come out and, you know, mm. try and get mail and stuff and explore stuff like that. But anyway, so Doc moves and Sprocket move to the desert. They take a flight. They get to the, and the, by the way, they get to the, <laughs> Sprocket was, this is, this is might as well be smart final episode of Fraggle Rock fan here because yeah. I remember this. Um, very vividly, but um, they get in. They get on a plane, and they were going to put Sprocket, the dog, in the baggage. They were going to put him like in the back of the plane, and he did not want to do that. So Doc dressed him up like a human, no. and he sat in, in coach, and he was calling him Grandpa they or something. Scooby Doo. Yeah, it was kind of like that. But so anyway, they get to the desert. Here's the big. Here's the big finish. They get to the desert, and then they're like. The trash heap, I'm sorry, you have to know one more thing. Gobo goes to the all-seeing, all-knowing oracle of Fraggle Rock, the trash heap, and says, well, what can I do? I met this human, and then I don't know, what what am I supposed to do? And she said, tell him he can never leave the magic. And Gobo's like, I don't know what the F you're talking about. So he remembers that, and then he goes and runs out into what he calls outer space, the workshop, and the human world. He runs, Gobo runs out there, and then he's like, he can't. You can't leave the match. Oh crap! You're gone, and they're gone. So, like I keep trying to say, Doc and Sprocket fly to the desert. They're in their new apartment or their new workshop with a. Much, it's a much bigger house. It doesn't look like a like somebody's old shed, and they find a a box against the wall, and they're like, "I'm, I've never." What they say? Oh, that's right. They Just say. The girl? Yes, they said I never did. Um, no, that's the Freckles. I'm sorry. So I know this is confusing. So they move the box. Sprocket and Doc look at each other like, could it possibly happen again? Remember? Like in the workshop? And they move the box and there's no Fraggle hole there. There's nothing. So then they're oh. depressed. But then... They move another box. No. Well, c- close. Then back at Fraggle Rock, Gobo, who just went out to the workshop, is standing right there where the workshop was. And then he goes... Hey, what's this hallway in the cave that's never been here before? <laughs> I can't make this up. And he goes, wonder what's in here. And they walk through it. And they he, he goes and there's a hole there and he pushes it. And then at in the desert, like a thousand miles away, Doc and Sprocket are looking at the wall and that box is moving again. And Gobo pushes the box away. And he's teleported to them because he can't, they can't leave the magic. So Doc is cursed. He's cursed with this. Yes. It's like a monkey paw thing. Yeah. So now the, the assumption is now they can do all their research and like show Gobo the world and, and Doc could learn about Fraggle Rock and all that stuff. But there you go. So they reset the, the, the whole big ending back to standard. Everything's the same. It's now in the desert. Yes. So Laverne and Shirley just went to, to Hollywood Correct. and everyone else in the cast. Yeah, I never, I still, I guess we'd have to watch it all over again to remember why everyone went with them. Because that didn't well, make any sense. First. I remember they went first and then everybody else was like, that, this sounded like a good idea. Is that all it was? That's horrible. Much, yeah. That's some bad writing. But anyway, sorry my Fraggle well, Rock review. Shirley? It was 10 minutes long. <sighs> 
I was actually interested until the end. Yeah, I know. My so story or Laverne and Shirley? No, your story because they kind of just reset to the norm. Well, no, they didn't because now humans and fraggles like live like in harmony, I guess. That's different. But, okay. I, I don't know. I just don't. I, I was expecting more out of Why is season or show finales always disappointing? I don't know. Jim Henson had to reach into the It's Magic bucket. And that's like, that's basically like, oh, yeah, it's just miraculously fixed. I don't like that. Not so good. But it was a happy ending. How about that? People were very excited to see that, you know, humans and fraggles could get along. Okay, let's talk about wrestling. No, <laughs> let's not. Uh, we're going to do oh, some we news, news in a minute. We haven't even done the news yet. No, let's do the news. Um, this news brought to you by the Return of Fraggle Rock. By the way, they make Fraggle Rock again on HBO. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, not that great. Is it a problem with the writing? Or they the started mother- it in the pandemic, so everything is about the pandemic. That's not very, that's not very like, going to last. It's not very that's fun. Funny. I think Doc in real life is dead. Um, I... There was no way to really reboot it, but they did. And so basically it's the Fraggles have these weird doozer microphones or something, which looks like a potato. And they talk to each other like and they do social distancing by talking to each other and everything's green screen and looks horrible. And I don't know. It's just kind of dumb. And then um, Uncle Traveling Matt's like breaking into people's houses in the in the real <laughs> Wait, world. Yeah, sweet. it's it's. He's breaking into people's houses and then they don't even notice he's there because they're obsessed with the internet or something. And then a dog attacks him, but then he's friends with the dog. But then how, but then he, I, I don't know. I think I might be on board with the reboot more than the original. No, That's it's, action it's not that great. <laughs> it's you pretty it bad. And the first episode was like five minutes long. That can't be good. <laughs> Yeah. Wish that was wrong. Anyway, let's or, do some news. Show. That's the thing. <laughs> we wish, but it's not. Um, so <laughs> let's talk about those ratings because we have the news right here. Start with the ratings. Um, last week's Monday Night Raw scored 1.6 million viewers. It was in the top 10 lowest in history, but we don't have to keep talking about that because Raw knows it sucks, but they don't care because they got paid already. Uh, SmackDown Live on Fox got another 1.8 million viewers, so that's pretty stagnant. Um, AEW. Oh, another Friday night, another 487,000 estimated viewers. Now, when you do add in, as Dixie says, the plus threes and all that, when you put the DVR numbers in for the rest of the weekend, it actually did jump up to like 800,000 people watched it. So that's good. It just means that those people that watch AW maybe aren't home on a Friday night or they went to bed early. So, and that's understandable. And if they watch SmackDown, man, they're just sick of wrestling at that point. Um, NXT, wow. Last week it had 668,000. This week it had 669,000. So it's like the same exact people watching it. Same demographic. Weird. Why okay. Would anyone, yeah. Even if you, even if WWE was popular, where would anyone get the idea to watch NXT from? It's hardly ever mentioned. There's no advertising. Even this last pay-per-view wasn't really hit really hard on the shows. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's weak beak. I'll talk about that in a minute because news, bit, news bits and rumors. Here we go. Interesting stuff here. Uh, Samoa Joe has signed with NXT again. 
So Hooray. he has a job within WWE. And if you watched the NXT pay-per-view, you know that the big cliffhanger ending. Well, first of all, both. This is why we don't need to talk about these pay-per-views that we watched this weekend, because both the Impact and the NXT pay-per-views holding patterns. No titles change hands. Nothing really happened. Um, so that's kind of sad. I guess they both had cliffhangers. The um, the TNA pay-per-view or Impact pay-per-view had a cliffhanger where the main event of the show was held at Daly's place. But then that was the problem that it was at Daly's place because you could see without a crowd and just with, um, you know, the wrestlers in the crowd. And you could see that, or I guess there were some fans there, but I, I think they were all plants but um, or people. But... You could see that this was taped probably when, like, right after the last, um, the last AEW pay per view. So this felt old. I don't know how else to say it, and phony, I guess. But it didn't matter. They wanted to hold it there so that nobody from the Impact Zone, like the Good Brothers or the or Sammy Callahan or whoever, would interfere with the Kenny Omega versus Moose match. And then guess what? The Young Bucks are there, so they end up cheating and helping Kenny retain anyway. And then after it's over, um, Sammy Callahan shows up. So I guess he flew from the Impact Zone to Daly's place because his match was the curtain jerker of the pay-per-view. So I guess he had time. Yeah. It was Sammy Callahan and Tommy Dreamer against the Good Brothers. And if you can believe this, Tommy Dreamer won the match. Yep, that somehow beat the Good Brothers. Anyway, so that was the opening match on the pay-per-view. So I guess Callahan flew all the way to to Florida. And then he attacks Kenny and the Bucks um, at the end of the show. And then Don, who, you know, has to protect his, his investments, says... Oh my God, what did you do to Kenny? You're fired. And he fires him from Impact. So Sammy oh. Callahan's fired. And Scott Demore's like, what? You can't do that. So that's a cliffhanger. So you watch Impact. And then on the NXT pay-per-view, nothing happened. So they had to have the cluster, the the classic Impact cluster on NXT. And they um, had William Regal say, I can't take much more of this. Um oh. That this is the more bedlam than I've ever seen. You saw a clip on Raw, and he said, um, "I I got it. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change." And then he fell um, from grace. I mean, no, he. It looks like he's stepping down. So Samoa Joe is resigned with NXT. So it looks like Samoa Joe is going to be the new commissioner or whatever of NXT, or his helper, or right the or his muscle. But the problem is, is Samoa Joe even cleared to wrestle? Like, could he even brawl these other guys? And it's seriously, it, how would that even matter? Because it's like, the problems that Regal's having is it's like five guys trying to kill each other and like four women trying to kill each other. How would one guy like even matter in that situation? Especially when one of the guys is carrying cross. What's Samoa Joe going to do? Mm-hmm. Scare them. I guess so. So anyway, that's the Samoa Joe news. Did you well, know about he this? Get, he should do what they did on Raw tonight, and he should get officials. Because when they were having a big fight, and they had to be pulled apart. They uh, officials from WWE and beyond separated them. Like Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. 
Officials Raw was the weirdest show tonight. It was real weird. I wouldn't even say it's horrible. It was just really weird, and then it was really boring. Yeah, at the end it was terrible. Yeah. So, um, also in the news, Mickey James um, has signed with uh, Pumpkinhead's, uh, what's his name? Billy Corgan's. Um, uh, NWA. She signed with the NWA, and she's going to produce uh, NWA's. All, no. And no, <laughs> we can't say that here. Um, she's going to produce their all women's pay-per-view that they're having this August. But she said she won't wrestle, but she will produce it. This sounds cool. Yeah, sure. You don't want to watch Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb and oh, whoever. Well, okay, now you've made it sound cool. See? You said Billy Corgan and it was immediately uncool. Except, I'm sorry. Listen, the guy does so some sad. really good music, and all I love about him is that stupid roller coaster picture. I know. It's the best thing in the world. Well, he has an album called Infinite Sadness, right? Yes, and there's that roller <laughs> coaster picture. Isn't oh, that roller? Beautiful. Wasn't that roller coaster later renamed to uh, Roller Coasting and the Infinite Sadness? If it wasn't, it should have been. Yeah, it should have been. Um, it so like it, it was at a park, like a literal park. I know where you, it's free to go. Correct. They just happened. To it happen. did. It was kind of weird. So let me tell you this. Um, let me tell you this last news bit, and then we're going to go into the. Do you hate your fans? I think you do territory with triple h so um in the last news piece but um finally uh leo rush yes he just debuted at the he has signed with new japan months and months ago and then he debuted at double or nothing in that battle royal well he has retired again if you don't know he has retired before so but he said he's retiring to do what he loves what is he talking about? i don't know I really have no idea. And he had an Instagram post up about explaining all this, and then he deleted it. So I don't even know what he's talking about. Maybe he changed his mind already. I don't know. Maybe he loves macrame or something. I don't but he said I'm not he was, sure. The one I saw, he said he's going to retire, and he's going to just do what he loves, and never told us what the love was. Right. Well, I guess that's so you follow him on the social medias oh, wow. or whatever. I wasn't really that interested. No, and that's the thing. I was interested when he was going to be a, a wrestler in New Japan and, you know, because that, oh my God, whether it be New Japan Strong or whether it be in Japan, the, you know, we are in need of junior heavyweights right now. And wow, another one gone. So that's kind of sad. But this is the big news of the week, not Leo Rush, but it is Triple H because you know how he has those those press conferences, those question and answer things that he holds um, at takeovers? Well... Yeah. Like ask dad because he's ask dad because he's so proud of all his kids at NXT. Oh my god, he should just keep his mouth shut sometimes. Are you ready for what he said? I can't believe I had to write this yeah, down. I didn't listen to this press conference. Okay. I'll try and do my impression, but it's probably going to screw my voice over for the rest of the show. He says, It's so funny to me how sometimes, how in our business, everybody's so worried about where a wrestler's going to... Sorry, he doesn't say wrestler. He says someone. So, But you know what I mean. Uh, where someone's going to go or land or how's this going to play out long-term in the future? How about watch it? Do you like it or do you not like it? Do you, have, like to, it. Do you have to say, I like it, but I like this other thing more, like AEW? Just watch it or don't. Whoa. Yeah, I, would, I don't. If, and believe me, if I didn't have this show, I wouldn't be. 
Does he, like, want the last few fans he has to just run the other way? Just watch it or don't. It's crappy, but, you know, you don't have to watch it. You suck. Okay, this is, the, this is where he gets really too, quote, smart for his own good. He says to the fans, and stop trying to figure out where everything goes. Fans ruin their own stuff half the time trying to figure out where everything goes and why it's going there and how and then trying to pick up their phone and search for the thing to find out what it is. It could ruin it for them so they aren't surprised when it happens. I don't understand that. He's an idiot. Does this sound like a person that should be speaking for any Does company? Know, like, know how wrestling works? Do you know if I didn't have the backstage drama to worry about, I wouldn't care about your product one bit, Triple H. Like not at all. No, if you am want I supposed to be intrigued by your stories, because yeah, that's if you not want happening. good stories or stories that even exist, and you want good wrestling, that's everywhere outside of WWE. I don't need your garbage that you're telling me. Just watch it or don't take it or leave it. How many and of the I'm not allowed to, to look into the drama or get spoiled on stuff. How many of the actors in the Marvel movies could I name by their real names? Very few. Yeah. I, but guess what? Super interested in the stories. Yeah. Well, maybe you should do that, Triple H, and then I wouldn't be interested and have to find my enjoyment from <sighs> this is whatever their just disgusting. dilly dallies so, backstage it, are. Yes. So then he was asked about this NWA pay-per-view and would you consider sending since you have so many women in nxt would you considering would you consider sending some of them to the nwa just to like have a one night like special or work with mickey james or whatever you know what he said he said he put them in trash bags and send them to mickey james. that's exactly what it seems like he would say but he said he said he doesn't understand why He's like, that's why we have contracts and contractual status. It doesn't make any sense to me. But if you want to wrestle the best women in the world, come to WWE. No. Are you kidding? Is Does he think he's got to become Vince to take over for Vince? He's like, he's as pathological as his wife and her father. These This, this, this group of lunatics really need to be very careful about what they say. No one appreciated this, the things he said. Just watch it or don't, and don't. stop trying to figure out the storylines, everybody. Don't worry about don't it. tell me how to enjoy your product. Don't. Oh, my God. I'll, it, just, just hope that I do enjoy your product, which I don't. Well, anymore. the ratings tell me that people are not. So... No. The, oh the, the ratings are bad because people are yeah. going online and seeing what wrestling. No, the ratings are bad because your product is not watchable. Yeah, I was going to play the clips, but because it, it was, it's almost like like people aren't going to believe that that's what he said. But they'd believe you. You if can, I said it, yeah, you can find it online. You can go listen to it yourself. And he absolutely said the things I said. I mean, almost word for word. So. We've, well, okay, if we go far enough in the back, back in the past, Vince was the same thing. Dirt sheets, reading the dirt sheets. What, why are they reading the dirt sheets and all that crazy I don't know, because people care, because they're curious, because they're trying to make up their own stories when there are none. I don't know why, but they do it, and 
if they're watching your show, you should just let them do whatever they want. If they're watching your show, how does it affect Triple H if someone reads something online about a spoiler? It's an excuse for the bad ratings or bad yeah. press or whatever he Remember thinks. Remember when it was all Baron Corbin's fault and then you were the general manager? Remember that? You. Remember how we we listened, so we're going to bring all these fresh faces, as Stephanie says. And then it was just like the same video packages of EC3 and all these people from NXT that were coming up, and then they all pretty much were duds. Oh, they all failed, Joe. They failed. It's their fault. Well, I love I love when they say somebody you brought up from NXT failed. Yeah, yeah but hello. And I, also, I didn't say it in the in the yeah. Also, I didn't say it in the thing here, but they already want to hire back um, Alistair Black. They've already said why did wait why did we fire him again? Yeah, this is idiotic. Just please let him go to AEW and do something good. I'm I'm sick of this. I'm already mad enough. Samoa Joe re-signed with WWE at a much lower rate. And I understand, listen, if he's not going to wrestle, he was getting paid for not wrestling. So he was getting, he lucked out pretty good on that one. I'm not saying Mr. Lucky, you know, he got injured and that's sad and everything, but he was getting paid a lot of money to not do anything, not even be on commentary anymore. And then, um, you know. He's paid his 90 days to stay at home and whatever. Just take over for football head. Yes, I know. But the point is, yeah, he's going to NXT. What he's going to do remains to be seen. We'll find out um, tomorrow, actually. I'm sure he'll show up tomorrow. So (sighs) that whole Triple H thing made me sick. It did. Can we expect anything from these people? But, and I think but, the answer is no. Have we, in 20, when was the last time they did something that we it's, were? Yay. It's the year 2021. It is the future. Okay. Yep. Or the past. When you're listening to this, it'll be the past. But it is the future. You know what you should and shouldn't say at this point. Especially if you're this high powered and this high up in a company. And he just said whatever he felt like. He was jealous of AEW and he just says stuff. He's jealous of Mickey James getting press. And so he says stuff. This is the same guy that just said, oh, I heard about that trash bag thing and I'm we're getting rid of that guy. Don't worry about that, Mickey James. We got your back. And now he's like, huh, we're not helping out that Mickey James show. If you want to be have good wrestling, come to the WWE. F you. I know you have to say your product is the best, but he was the worst. Like, it, like he was acting like a heel and all that. And he's supposed to be the, like the, the face, f- nice father of, of uh, NXT. Yeah. But anyway. I just hope this company gets sold. <laughs> so do I. But I have a feeling. at least it will be something. I know, at but I have a feeling a lot of people in power are still going to be in power. So it's not going to matter. So um, I would love to one day just find out their desks are cleaned out. I know, like, there's no office there, but at uh, the Thunderdome, maybe there is. I don't know. No, there is, but I mean, if okay, you you got more industry inside. If they said tomorrow NBC buys WWE, right, and Vince runs away with his hot air balloon and he throws the kids in there too, and they yeah. all just take off, how much money would the new owners pay Kevin Dunn to stay on? A bazillion. Dollars? I don't know that they need him because they have guys oh, that are really? better. You think they could find somebody else? Yes, anyone. To... 
He's he's producing stale copy paste products for know, but thirty they don't years. Know that. They don't know what they're buying. They never do. Yeah. They're going to look at it like, oh, we got to keep this guy around. He's and that will keep the product stale. Is my point? Yeah, like, oh, it would. Now I'm getting a hot air balloon eventually. Yeah, I know. <sighs> Let's talk about SmackDown because I'm sickened by Triple H right now. Okay, Let's I'm ta- I'm sickened by WWE. Let's talk about WWE. At least it's pretend WWE. Like, this stuff didn't really happen, did it? I guess. Uh, so, we go to SmackDown. Guess what's going to happen? Roman Reigns stuff's going to be good and everything else will suck. That's pretty much a great... Um, yes, and not only will everything else suck, there's going to be so much copy and paste on the show. Well, the first, li- the first line of my review, the original copy and paste recaps. Remember when mm. that was the only copy and paste? Right. And those were fine because you were just, they were refreshing your memory. Yeah. So we're in the Roman layer backstage. Roman tells Jay, you owe me for everything. Where's Jimmy? And Jay's like, well, he's not here. And Roman says, what's the one thing I can't stand? And Jay says, we, you know, not, you can't embarrass the family. And he's like, well, where, where's Jimmy? I want to yell at him. And they hear the Uso music hit. So we go out to the ring and Jimmy Uso comes out and Jimmy is spitting that they got robbed. Yep. And he says Roman stuck his nose in their business and got DQ'd on purpose. Says Roman's jealous. And tonight, Jimmy is going to do something he won't regret. He promises. Hmm. Okay. Never happens, but okay. Take care of this. Yeah. Well, he could have done it off camera. I don't know what he did. I guess. Might have have murdered a woman in a hotel that later turned into Home Depot. That definitely did not happen on this show. That was definitely many (laughs) years ago. In and now Kevin Owens, Whitehall, Pennsylvania. Oh my gosh. Guess who else comes out? Big E with no explanation of where he's been whatsoever. Yeah. Hire back the man to put him out, I guess. Look at that. I just, wow. Back, but it's Jimmy and Jay talking, not that match. Jimmy says he could have been champs with Jay, but Roman screwed it all up. And, and he wants, if Roman wants to see him, he can come to the Uso locker room. Wow. So, I didn't now know that existed. Kevin Owens and Biggie are still in the ring. Biggie and the other New Day on Raw do a whole lot of dancing while we watch something else. That's all I assume. Yeah, they wait around for promos leave, to happen, dancing. commercials, and all they do is dance. And also, I like how Biggie is friends with Kevin Owens because they were stuck together for this match, even though Kevin Owens betrayed the New Day. Remember when he was Big well, O? Kevin. Biggie is stuck in a universe that only exists of four people. So you don't yes. have a lot of choices and friends. Well, five of you count. They literally Aziz. are in a universe yeah. of their, of, you know, wrestling always kind of breaks off into groups and you're, you know, this mid card doesn't mix yeah. with a high, whatever. Back in the old days. Now it, it is four guys who do nothing but revolve yeah. around each other. I know. And those four guys are Kevin Owens and Biggie against Sami Zayn and Apollo Crews. Oh my God. Enough with this, this combination. Uh, football head thinks you can be DQ'd for not holding onto the tag rope as we're watching Apollo tag in without holding. What him. year does he think it is? Football head nearly does the how much does that guy weigh? He says he weighs 320 pounds. Wow. Geez. Yep. He's done that with his ease every week. What? How much does that guy weigh? Yep. I feel bad for everyone involved in this never-ending four-way feud, except for Apollo Crews, who I just want to go away. I know. 
Uh, uh, Owens pins Sami Zayn because, yeah, of course. But Paulo Yos, you didn't be- beat Nick's, me in next week. You have to fight me and Commander Atari. So and wait, Sami Zayn why... comes in and says, hey, I'm not a loser, and then gets beat up. Because... So that, in the olden days, would turn Sami Zayn face. But here, it just was nothing. And also... They're copy and pasting and changing one guy for next week. We Seriously? This is what we're doing with Big E now that Aleister Black's gone. We're just throwing him in random tag team matches, huh? Remember remember when Big E left because he was involved in this tag team? Yeah, he was like, I can't wait for my singles career so I could be with other people in tag team matches. Remember Peyton Royce did the same thing. Remember Billy Kay did the same thing. Remember everybody that WWE breaks up, they don't know what to do with them, so they put them in other tag teams. Okay, let me fix WWE. And the only reason I'm I, I'm done trying to fix them, but I just want to oh. say this because I like the two people involved so much. Can we please have Sammy depressed for a few weeks? Yeah. And then have Sammy put the mask back on and try to become friends with Kevin Owens. And Kevin Owens knows it's him, but he wants his friend back. So he pretends he doesn't know it's Sammy. They're not going to do that. You know why? Why? They don't want to acknowledge that part of his career. But it was so good. And he... I, Sammy can be good. I promise. Listen, if all I know he can be WWE, good, but Sammy can be so good. Remember, though, at some point he turned from wrestler into joke character. I don't know if there's ever getting the old Sammy back. Maybe not. No. Ray backstage is visibly upset with Adam Pierce. Oh, wonder what's up there. I was trying to listen to what he was saying because you could kind of hear him, but I could just hear dog. But... Uh, yes. They show us all the WWE shows coming. They're doing Raw and SmackDown and pay-per-views and their super shows. Listen, I don't know why you would go to pay-per-view, but maybe it's a pay-per-view. Yeah. Why you would go to Raw and SmackDown, maybe you got a lot of time on your hands. Why would you go to a super show? Why? Super shows, um, oh my God. I don't know if you've looked into the ticket sales, Larry. I have not because it's, I don't want to go. It's It's real bad. Super like show. real bad. Like I was laughing at some of the numbers. Where are these super shows going? To, like Dayton and Toledo and Youngstown? Well. Other horrible. I don't know, cities? but nobody wants to go to these shows. Yes. You would have to go where someplace where people are starved for entertainment. They're going to have to tarp off the, the crap out of these buildings. To make this look like there's anyone there. This is real sad. They'll save the Thunderdome screens and just put them in seats. (laughs) Ew, don't give them any ideas. Didn't say that. They recap uh, Street Profits and the Alpha Club. They're like, remember this? But there's some scary music under it. Yeah, I don't know what that was supposed to mean. I guess they're saying the Alpha Academy are evil. SmackDown or Street Profits are there. SP, I have down. I thought it was SmackDown. Street Profits are there. And Chad Gable comes up. He apologizes for Otis's attack. And he said, I, I don't want to fight you guys. So I canceled our tag team match. So and the one Street match Profits they had booked from last week is canceled. Yeah. But then Street Profits are jerks. Yes. And they're like, we, we don't accept your apology, even though last week it was all about apologies. Yeah. I don't understand the, the, like who's we're supposed to cheer for here, but also I can't believe that the one match they told us would happen is not even happening. So you know how in wrestling, say if you were going to wrestle Duke the Dumpster, you'd tell him you're going to 
flush his career down the sure or whatever. Or, yeah. By your million dollar man, your money's yeah. no good here. They zinger on old Chad Gable by saying they're going to send him back to the Jurassic period. Uh, I don't get what was that? Oh, why? Why did that? I thought sense? they were going to send Otis back to the Jurassic period because he's like a like a dinosaur, like a big creature. I that still makes it's still sense. not funny, but it makes more sense than sending Gable back. Maybe they think he's Marty. Maybe I think they think he's a woolly mammoth. I'm not kidding. I don't get it. But what happens is there's going to be a singles match tonight. What is Otis injured? What? I don't under. And Otis is going to stay backstage. Is is Dawkins injured? What is happening? We go back to angry Roman. Jay's in, but no Jimmy. And Jay says, Roman, if you want to see Jimmy, you got to go to to our locker or to his locker room. And Roman says, why is Jimmy doing this to you? Which I love the way Roman works. Oh, it's awesome. He's manipulating the crap out of his cousins. It's so good. Yeah. He's like, really, really? He says, you go, you go tell your brother. I'm going to, I'm going to show up. I'll be love Uso's locker room. Like that's a real place. But we find out later, you need a place to store that Andre the Giant trophy. Nobody remembers. It's too big. Yeah. It won't fit in the locker. Yep. So welcome the most beautiful woman in WWE. Why is this a thing? Because again, I told you it was supposed to be for Mandy Rose and they changed it. So Carmella does the silhouette strip. Thing yeah, she comes out, but she's got one of those kind of cool, and I think they're sexy long belts where the front hangs off. Yeah, it doesn't you know, look good in the shadow, though. Yeah, in the shadow, not a good look for <clears throat> no. your uh, silhouette, sexy. Silhouette. No, no, no. I mean, we kind of made it into something cool. different. Yeah, yeah, that's great, but you know, still, it's quite shocking. Yeah. Uh, so, oh my God, it's a rematch. Oh no. What? What? Why are we having? It's a rematch with her and Liv. But that's okay because it's just to show that Carmella could. She's she's the the focus, right? Right. No, no, no. Well, for some reason, one of the cameramans falls down. Yeah, I don't football. know. Live through live through her her flannel at him or something, and football heads going. It's a rebirth, rebirth. Re- Liv Morgan, new version. This is a new version. What new version? She's last week. She came out to the same old curtain music from Raw. What are you talking about? He also says the cameraman fell down because Cole wouldn't say Carmella's the most beautiful yes, woman in the world. Yes, correct. That that made the cameraman. Yep, that makes sense to me. I hate football head. He's Liv, the worst. During the match, 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 Liv falls down while walking in the ring and then kicks Carmella and wins. That happened. And then Carmella says, I lost a match, but I remember how many times Carmella loses matches and doesn't care? Remember she lost that world title match once and yeah. sat on the apron and smiled? Yes. Well, she doesn't care now. She just makes herself reintroduced as she's still the most beautiful woman in the world. Like it's a title, right. And this great feud can continue. My God. They had to even Steven this, these two. Are you kidding? Listen, Are you kidding me? Evening things so much. Are you kidding me is the and new, later, oh my God, by the way. actually have the GM talk about even Stevening, but we'll get to that. Oh, I know. Bailey in the back, and she's being such a goof with this whole ding dong bad mm-hmm. haircut thing. Yep. So the Ding Dong show is Ding Dong Hello. It's going to be with Seth Rollins. Oh, no. Well, maybe she'll get that info that we didn't get last week. Like anything, you mean? Yeah. Hmm. And and he's the drip god. Why are there two drips? Why are there drip on Raw and drip on... Oh, copy-paste! 
no, we both know why this is. Vince thinks this is the funniest thing in the world. And they're like, oh, we'll pop Vince on SmackDown, too. He likes the word drip. drip. He uses uh, it on the Twitter. It's like it's like moist. People hate it. And they'll love it. <laughs> uh, Seth interview. Uh, okay, I got to give I'm so sick of Seth more than any other wrestler right at this moment. But I got to give it to him. He kind of wants to ask Bailey how she did her magic thing with all the the Thunderdome things because that is magic in this universe. Yep. But she doesn't answer. They look at they laugh about clips with her, but then they laugh about or she shows a, a clip of Seth attacking Cesaro and they oh Seth didn't laugh, but then he laughs about it. So I don't understand. But whatever doesn't <laughs> the doorbell rings. Oh, guess who's at the door? It's Cesaro and he beats up Seth and pulls his pants down. So here, the feud is still so, based wait. on embarrassing somebody just in a different way. And the drip storyline in the other channel was on, yeah, on the other channel was Miz getting his pants pulled down by Damian Priest. And then they just copy pasted that here. And now Rollins gets his pants pulled down. And yes, again, another storyline about being embarrassed. Okay. If. SmackDown was owned by one company and Raw was owned by another. They could be suing each other so much. Yes. It's all just copy-paste steel. That's it. High five. And then, uh, oh, who's who's the champ now? Bianca Belair. Comes out and she laughs and laughs. I don't know what's yeah. going on. Why? And WWE has no idea what it means to laugh in someone's face. No. They're like, she's laughing in her face. She's Larry, the half I know. The but Larry, don't ask. Don't ask. Don't ask questions about the story. Just just watch really it and re- sit back and relax and watch it and enjoy it. I don't know why people would ever question us. We do such great things here at WWE. We are so smart and we are smarter than them. So why? Triple H, just shut up. I'm not going to say anything. Nope. In the back, that robot Morgan lady, she says... <laughs> Ray Mysterio, what is this emotion they call Angor? And he <coughs> says, I'm angry because I'm angry at Roman Reigns because I know him attacking Dominic. His injuries aren't a freak They're accident. Not, they, weren't a, they weren't a freak accident. He actually hurt him with his paws. What? What? Does he mean that wrestling's fake and he hurt him for what? No. I don't know what Ray's getting at here. And Ray says that Dominic is his only reason for being. Yes. Wow. So if Dominic Poor would Ray's move away or die, name is or Ray whatever. would kill himself. Yeah. Wow. His, his other kid and his wife are sitting at home. They're nothing. Really? Aaliyah is sitting at home going, F you, dad. And her boyfriend doesn't have a job now. He's just like living at the Mysterio place. You're right. Uh, he's like 20 years older than her. So they have nothing to talk about. Uh, Chad Gable versus Montez Ford. Why? We're told this is an incredible matchup. Before this it even like, starts. And then I can tell you why it's an incredible matchup. Football head says Montez, Montez Ford is one of the greatest athletes the world has ever seen. What? He can jump high, you see. Also, listen, Gable did really good in this match. And Ford is a good wrestler. But... Does this mean anything? No, no one's talking no. about this match after it's over. Well, the problem is, we're told that Gable knows Montel Ford so Montez, well. Montez, not Montel. How does he know him so well? I don't know. 
They're just saying anything. Yes, they just make up stuff. But this match has to at least have an ending because these guys are like pretty much, I mean, at least Gable, jobber, right? Yeah. So Otis attacks Dawkins backstage and Otis comes out and DQ. Oh, my God. And then Otis beats up Ford and they say Otis is so scary, but Otis has gotten a haircut and a shave and he looks like the rich kid that took Pee Wee Herman's bike. Yeah, I know. He's like, oh, funny, I forgot to laugh, Pee Wee. Dawkins limps down to the ring and Dawkins takes a beating too. <sighs> Listen, Liv Morgan rematch, the fact they advertised one match and it didn't happen this week, all this stuff I can't believe. But I about fell out of my chair when I, I saw what's coming up next. Like, it's been a whole month of this one match. Every freaking week is this match. And guess yeah, what? You, what? We get it again right now. You know how you have Gay Pride Month or, or Black History Month? This month must be Shinsei Nakamura versus King Corbin Month. Or Shinsuke, but yes. Oh, my God. It's, this is match number four in a row. For Nakamura okay, and Corbin. At least this will be different because, oh, musical <clears throat> instrument distraction happens. Oh, my God. And then they just ruin everything. They put a close-up. The crown is on the on the commentator's table, yeah. which makes me think that the winner gets the crown, right? You only do close-ups like that when it's for the title or whatever. Yeah. And the close-up, you that crown looks like it's made of latex, not even cardboard or plastic. It, it looks so It's very weird. Yeah. Nakamura gets a meaningless win or whatever. Same shenanigans about who's got the crown. And then Bogues Boogs has to air guitar in the ring. And Football Head is still going crazy. And he yells, air guitar, the real guitar or something. I, what? I don't know. And then they even mentioned Boogs on Raw. I don't understand what this weird thing is that you're allowed to talk about the guitar guy from one show on the other show. That's true. Copy paste. Back and Roman's mad and uh, mad, mad, mad. And he mm-hmm. says, "Let's go to your locker room." It says that to Jay, which is funny because, like, ooh, he says, "Your locker room. You got a locker room." Mm. Uh, uh, who is Adam of Persur? Oh, Adam. Adam Pierce, Pierce and Sonia Deville stand around talking, not knowing their own alignment. It's so sad. Well, no one's ever told them. Finally, Corbin comes in and. After a month, says, hey, someone stole something from me. <laughs> Can you do something an authority figure? And they, they both laugh at him, making them both faces, I guess, but yep. really jerky faces. Yep. And and then they do the dumbest. They're like, oh, you, you literally own something. Let's make a match to see who can have it. Correct. So he and Nakamura has stolen property, and now Corbin has to wrestle to get it back. Because Adam Pierce, his reasoning is, but Adam Pierce points out, well, even Stephen Booking, you guys are even. He did say so. that. You guys each won two matches. Oh, my God. So we need the, this, this is best. you ever heard, you've each won two matches. That's four <laughs> matches. Let's have another match that's not a specialty match. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Well, it is. It's specialty because it's for the crown, Larry. As opposed to the other matches where the winner ran away with the crown. That's correct. Or whatever. That's awful. Jimmy paces in his locker room. This is supposed to be good because their locker room is really small and shared with jobbers and stuff. But no, there's a big Andre the Giant trophy in there and it's not a bad locker room. Right. 
it should have you know it should have been it should have been a closet gender gender closet right okay but keep this in mind that yeah. already in the ring corbin versus art in the ring nakamura match that was the last match on the show well who's gonna top that <laughs> i'm just uh, saying listen i'm just saying that we had in one week we had the raw with the doll ending and then this with the doll ending i mean ray mysterio he's as small as a doll but that's that's it we had the same no main event thing there's no main event and they're wondering why they're they're getting bad ratings there's no build to anything well i was going to say you had to leave this much time because we are about to take a sharp turn to the right as far as where the world title is going but yep Jimmy tells Roman, I don't care about the championship, calls him the B word, says he's playing Jay. And, and, Jay, he, and Roman says, look what he's doing to you. And Jay's tired of all the shenanigans. He just goes home. And then Roman talks to Jimmy and he says, "What are you? why are you doing this to our family? Why are you doing this, Jimmy? You're making him feel goody. And Roman is great. I yep. can't lie. It's really good. I, listen, I don't like saying that Roman is great and the, the best thing on Raw is, is Randy Orton right now. But It's real weird, point. but it's true. When it, Yeah, when it's true, it's true. <laughs> yep. Rey Mysterio goes out to the ring. Oh my God. Out. So wait, so Reigns has been in this storyline backstage all night with his, with his cousins. And now he's also in the main event talking segment with Rey Mysterio. This is so weird. He does. That's what happens when you're ahead of the and table. That's what I'm saying. You you see him get upset and yell, but I kind of understand now because he's he's going, he's doing things. He's he's a man stretched in a lot of different directions. So he goes out, Ray Mysterio, and he says, "I'm here, Ray." And Ray says, "I acknowledge you, dog. Oh, I acknowledge you're gross and stupid." <laughs> it, it, that's a that's original. Yeah. And he says, "I want you in hell in the cell," and everybody's like, "What?" Oh my God! So wait, you have you have multiple match feuds like Bianca and Bailey, which at least this will be their second match, I think, if not their third. But and you're gonna put Ray and Reigns in a cell when this feud just started. Wow! It gets worse. Stop, Gap City. Number one, Roman doesn't laugh in his face. He should. Ray attacks Roman with a kendo stick. Dominic shows out of nowhere. With and they say, stick. where did that kendo stick come from? But then also, where did Dominic come from? Exactly. Well, Eddie Guerrero so, is the answer to that. <laughs> so so Roman beats up uh, Ray. Roman throws Dominic, which would be cool if he could save land. But unfortunately, I'm sure five guys caught him or there was a <clears throat> crash yeah. pad or something. Yes. It was it was another one of those things that I will never ever miss when that Thunderdome yes. gets dismantled. I hate it. I hate those fake can't, fake outs and all those. They're the fakest looking spots you've ever seen. So Roman stands tall. So we just saw a match made in a cell, and then saw that Roman can beat two guys yeah. when they have weapons. How is he going to have a, when they have why, weapons? Why would he have a problem with Rey Mysterio in a cell? He's going to destroy Rey. That's the main event, talking and kendo stick. Well, I I am certain that would not be the main event of the pay-per-view. It can't be. I, I don't think it is. I think 
that Lashley and Drew's the main event, but I am I've not heard that for sure. I'm just saying it can't be Roman and Ray, can it? Because this is over nothing. Because it's over, it's over a beatdown of a kid that happened. Last minute. It's, yeah. it's unrealistic. It's very bad. We did say last week that it would happen, though. Seriously. It doesn't make it good. SmackDown was bad. SmackDown was bad. It's a shame that you can't do everything on SmackDown like you do Roman Reigns' story. And you could. You can, people. Believe well, of course you can. It's possible. They used to care. Remember when they cared? Oh, wait, maybe they never did. What would, what would happen if Paul was not there right now? Oh, my God. We would have nothing to look forward to except for the accidental pairing of Randy Orton and Riddle. Yep. Wow. Well, that's okay. not cool. Do we have any emails? I don't think we do. I don't think we do either. I think all the emails are about other things like AEW. Tony Schiavone, Excalibur, <laughs> JR, fans. They're all there. Yeah, they are. Uh, oh, the Pinnacle arrive in a limo. Oh. In the ring, and Helico and Matt, and I'm only saying those two because they never name-checked the other guy until the end of the match. Oh, they at the end, they said, Bob Evans down on the farm. They didn't say that. They say, uh, and Helico is going to fight Christian, Matt tells us, and gonna, he's going to take him out. Wow. Well, I don't want this, but I do get... Listen, I like Angelico a lot, but I don't want Angelico versus Christian Cage. No. Kill switch, Christian wins. Then now they mention Jack Evans. They're like, oh, Jack Evans into attack. He's been there the whole time. He was in the ring. Poor Jack Evans. Bob Evans Um, down on the... Okay. Matt attacks from behind. And then Christian gets beat up, and I'm like, where's the Dark Order? They save everybody. But no, Jungle Boy comes out and does the rescue because he's has to be really facing now. Yeah. It's okay, though. Well, They're pals. The Christian Cage does not. Yeah. Next week, the debut of a new gimmick, QT Marshall. Wow. They gave him another gimmick. The announcer's like, we have to call him. He says we have to call him Marshall. How long have I been calling him that, Larry? Well, now. A year? Now it's canon. Maybe two? But. Listen, you can make up anything for QT and eventually it'll be, uh, he's the wrestler that wears shoes on his ears <laughs> and eventually he'll do it. <gasps> Shoe ear. Oh my God. Shoe Martel. That's okay. a boom. Uh, uh, next week. Oh, they just, next, or next week, it's going to be a match between QT and Brock Anderson. <gasps> Brock Anderson. What? Yeah, and here he comes. Brock the new, big new signing of Brock Anderson. Wait, Brock Anderson? Arn Anderson's kid? It's a clone. How is Arn Anderson's kid 47 years old? I think he's older than that. Why does Arn Anderson's kid have to dress like Arn in a peach polo? Not even a polo, which is bad enough. I don't know. Wow, this is weird. This is time traveling right here. Yes. Are all Andersons born with uh, pop bellies and losing their hair? I thought you were going to say cauliflower ear, but no. Yeah, you're right. I think so. So the first thing Brock... Anderson does is miss his mark and have to be told where to stand in the ring. Good wow. job, Brock Anderson. <clears throat> I'm not going to read the next line about what I said about Brock because you told him me it was mean. So now we're going from best friends wrestling to best kids wrestling. Oh, so now that makes the worst thing I hate about Brock Anderson being here is it makes QT Marshall come out and talk. Oh, QT dares to talk about nepotism 
What's the word for best friendism? Same thing. So then suddenly it's going to be a strap match? Why is QT Marcer going to have Brock Anderson in a QT match, strap match? What? I don't know. And then QT takes off his belt and hits hard, and that's going to be the, ooh, that'll make you mad, won't it? I, I just don't. I don't know. So Brock, not that Brock, versus QT Marshall on a strap. Wow, this booking. <laughs> Pack and Penta Elizero and Eddie Kingston versus Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler. Hmm. In a box, Eddie and Death Triangle point A and point B talk, and Pack is not into this. And he leaves. So, up oh, faces can't get along. Uh-oh. Don's on commentary. It's a fun match, I guess. Finally, the faces yeah. get on the same page. Faces Pink Cutler because, of course, who can't? Then the heels come out being on the faces. Good Brothers come out. Have the Good Brothers done anything for three months except come out and help beat up people? They come out, help beat up people, and lose matches on Impact. That's about it. But the Elite Hunter, Frankie Kazarian, comes out. Okay, I like this, except for the fact that it reminds me of Bullet Club Hunter Yoshi Tatsu, and that's weird because that kind of was a dud. And I want to like the Kaz thing, but I don't want to remind me. I don't want to be reminded of, of Bullet Club Hunter. Eventually, Kaz has to take a really good beating, though, somewhere down the line. Like a horrible, like they get tricking. And then he gets Maybe, but real, wouldn't that bring Daniels back to do some sort of match where if he doesn't win, he retires forever? Something, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. Okay. But then I was really looking forward to this. Last week, we were told that Denny, Denny. Don and Kenny were working on some package about a big conspiracy. And we see the package, and it's not that great. That's never what she said. But Wow. I did, did you – what was this? I didn't think there was, this was anything. The, the part where, he, like, they played the voiceover? Like, the, the yeah. closed captioning? Should, yeah. Wasn't that good? I don't know. He was just trying to show that – I expected fun. I expected something obviously – I mean, there were the edits where you didn't see really what happened after that, but it wasn't any kind of, I didn't enjoy it. Wow, really? Did you really enjoy it that much? I didn't say I did. Okay. (laughs) The pinnacle comes out. Let me tell you a secret here. I was very distracted during this show because I invented a new type of podcast that I don't think exists already. And you know what it is? So crime. And about what it, it like no real that crime that's that very happens. that very exists and is oversaturated and I bet you we could quit this and make millions of dollars if we just read off a read true crime off of Wikipedia in a really boring fashion and then and then pretend to make mistakes and then don't cut them out and then also be really really dry with no jokes and then sell a Casper mattress or something I bet you we could be rich <laughs> if we did that. I'm sure we could. Yeah. But I, no, in I, all seriousness. The, the last crime we would cover is me shooting myself in the head. That would probably be true. Don't say that. That's awful. Um, but also, Larry, yeah. I, so I'm distracted during this whole dynamite because I invented a new type of, I think, a new type of podcast. Why and did I run this past me? You know what it is. You just probably forgot because you were drunk. Was that a Monday night? No. Oh, was it a Tuesday night? I told you on Friday night. While this oh, was live. Okay, I'll just I'll believe you. I have no idea what you're talking about. Are you serious? Yeah. you know. Here's what Larry said. Wow, and we can do that with other things other than wrestling. Oh, wait, no, we can't. 
Oh, see, oh, yeah, there. that was cool. Well, that good. Well, the yeah, point is, uh, there I, are some things we could do it with, but we wouldn't be interested. Here, in those yes, things. that's the thing. So the, the 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 good news is it would be awesome, I think, and I think you think it would be awesome too. The bad news is it would take so long to even make one episode because <laughs> because you have to do everything in real time. So it would take. Oh, the prep would probably take about three or four hours, and the show would take about an hour and a half to two hours or more. Still it's a lot of work, but I'm still considering doing it. So it's still it's, and it, it's tangentially re- related to our show. So, and the thing is, if you like Walking Whiteboard, you'll love Blank. And I you're, can't say what the name of the podcast is, but boy, oh boy. Okay, continue. So Pinnacle comes out, Dax, Dax and Jector, whatever their names are. Yeah, they talk. Mr. Mr. And Hyde. Yeah. Sean and Sean talks to Sammy. Wardlow talks to Hager and says Hager's obsessed with him. MJF says everybody else is all angry. I'm just tired because I've already proven I'm the best and I'm not going to accept Jericho's challenge to match. But for some reason, I'm really mad at Sammy. So I that probably will wrestle him. Yeah. Inner circle on the Tron now. And they spray paint the limo, and I'm thinking it does look like a nice limo. Usually, you're yeah. You think, they don't oh, just spray like paint it; they use sledgehammers and destroy it. Yeah, well, that's what I'm getting to. First, they spray paint, and I'm like, okay, maybe they're gonna. Then they they break the glass, and then they start really denting it up. And I was like, yeah. they're really taking it to this uh, limo. It's not kind of that whole indie wrestler fake beating up something. No, but then Jake Hager is on a baby forklift, a sit-down forklift. Okay, this was amazing. And he charges it, sticks the forks right in the side, lifts it up, really screws it up, drops it, and then they all ride away on the forklift, which was great visuals. However, I do have some things to say here. Is that a real thing you can do, Larry? First off, yes, you could do it. I could do it, but I could. a real forklift driver could do it much better. Number one, sit-down forklift, you're a baby. Number two. You say that all the time. Does not understand center of gravity. If he understood center of gravity, he would have got the, the thing. He didn't get it in the center of gravity, so it's all like leaning to the left. He couldn't lift it up as far as he could have. Well, yeah, I know. He's It, it, it was a, like a, a really hard shot there. Like, he's not a forklift driver. Well, I'm just saying he didn't tilt the forks down when he went in and then tilt them back, which yeah. held the thing. He doesn't like said, know he how to do this. He drove away with his forks up. You don't you don't travel okay. with your forks up no more than three inches off the ground. I mean, do you, you injure somebody? Do like you that. have a forklift license? Do I? Yeah, I invented forklift license. Okay, that's what I thought. I was there when the rules were written, Joe. Oh, uh, yeah. And also, when they take off, he drives forks first, which is very dangerous. Back and Darby Allen and Sting are talking, and Darby Sting says, "Hey, they they want to wrestle you and another partner." And Sting and Darby says, "I don't even want a partner. I want a handicap match, and I want you to stay home, Sting." And Whoa. Sting says, "That's stupid." It and is. Darby says, "Yeah, I know." And Sting says, "Okay, I'll I'll stay home." Wow. Back, Evil Uno is talking about Brody, and he says, "I want to make him proud." And Evil Uno says that he's devious. But he acted so like the there team. was some secret up his sleeve, and there really wasn't. No, just he had people cheering for him. I think was, was this. okay. But, uh, I thought this was going to be the main event tonight, but it wasn't. I knew it wasn't going to be the main event, but 
I also didn't think that it would be as one-sided as it was. I was shocked. This match was pretty cool. TNT title, Miro versus uh, Evil Uno. All the Dark Order, including the boy, come out, and they cheer him on. Then they leave, so it's fair. Miro throws the title when he comes out. That was funny. I don't know yeah, where it's like Naito. He's it. like, I don't care about this. Yeah. And uh, they've match, match, match. Miro's doing well. He accidentally punches a post, which looked great. So Yeah, know, that looked really good. I, I couldn't believe how much of this match was Evil Uno. Yeah, Evil Evil Uno gets that was Evil Uno got got over with that. He's really working hard. Stu Grayson and is Alan Angel ten? Yeah, right. Um, yes, I think. Yeah, they come out to cheer him for some reason. Now Miro Miro beats up Grayson, but then Angel runs away, and the commentator's like, "That's really smart because you didn't want to get your friend DQ'd." Mm. I, 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 whatever. And then later he has a match that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Evo Uno's all powered up and tries a, a lariat on Miro, but it doesn't work at all. And then Miro has his own clothesline and then he puts on the game over and Uno has to tap. Yes. So good match. Wow. They've really done a good job with Miro. Later. Yeah. So far, so good. I like it. We get a look at Andrade here and he's cool and rich. Why wasn't this the video package they showed first? Why'd they introduce him first? I, I would have much rather seen this so as cool. a first thing and then went, oh. And if they felt they needed to give him a, a mouthpiece, Vicky was not the right choice. No. Tony's in the ring. Kenny Omega and Don, <clears throat> Kenny Omega and Don come out. They say Jungle Boy's no threat. He's nothing. He's not going to. We're not worried about him. Jungle Boy comes out. and He's like, you talk too much. And they kind of fight. Then the Young Bucks save Omega, and that's it. Backstage, Jade and her new manager, Mark Sterling, say, hey, I'm her new manager, and we're going to beat people up or something. I don't understand this relationship. She looks like she's barely tolerating him, but I don't know if that's the story. I think she just thinks in real life, or if that's her face all the time. How could we are? But she looks like she's just like, like she really in real life doesn't even want anybody around her ever. Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky are replying to Darby and they say he's a child and what a stupid thing to do. And they're right. Yeah. Lance Ar- Archer versus Chandler Hopkins. Is that's that that's like a, a jobber's name. Thing? That's what? I thought it was a friend's thing. Yes, it's friends. It's a squash match. Really? Mm-hmm. And Jake is still there. I don't know why. I don't either. Now let's talk about other things I don't understand why exist. The wingmen, who are, I don't even know that this is technically a stable. I know nothing about this. They come on and they offer Orange Cassidy a spot in their group. This is garbage. What? My notes. What was the purpose of that? I don't know. Was this on during the, what's it called? During the, like, the break? During the, what's the wingman? it called? Like wingman thing. No. They had a little spot, like a film spot. There's all four of them that you don't know. Well, you know the librarian guy. And they're like, we dress. You didn't see this? They're like, we dress really fancy. But you know who doesn't dress fancy? And they all, they're all they not dressed fancy, by the way. Yeah. They're like, Dolph Ziggler, my brother, and <laughs> uh, Orange Cassidy. But we're going to, we offer him a spot in our group and we'll dress him nicely. Why would, okay. I don't understand it. Nyla Rose versus Layla. What, what, totally legit Layla Hirsch? Yeah. How is totally legit fifth rank woman in this company? 
dark. I haven't seen her do anything. Dark matches. Dark. Beast Bomb, Nyla wins. But it was super Tony, Beast Bomb. It looked really good. Tony talks to Britt Baker and Rebel. And boy, Britt Baker is good. She says, I was really upset with Nyla Rose. But then I realized Nyla Rose wants, Nyla Rose wants this belt because this belt makes her. But when I have it, I make this belt. Ooh. So. Really good promos. Yep. <sighs> Hangman Adam Page and Ten, the Dark Order, versus Brian Cage and Powerhouse Hobbs. Wait, that's the main it's event? Just, Powerhouse Hobbs sounds like if Calvin and Hobbs had a had a cartoon where they became wrestlers. Or they became like giant machines, like trans like giant Ultraman yes, or something. Or superheroes yes. or insert whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh on commentary is Taz. And he admits that he has trademarked orange and black. <gasps> they talk about that. Oh, my God. Joke about Taz and his trademark type things. And then they say Taz is only like 30 years old or something. They're such liars. <laughs> Cage is in the ring and they're like, oh, what's what's Taz, Taz's kid's name? Hook. Hook. Hook interferes and gets the attention. But then they throw Cage the belt. But he won't use it. And Ricky starts mad and he slaps Cage. And Cage chases Ricky Starks to the back. Oh, boy. And then, so that, of course, faces have advantage and 10 pins Hobbs. And then the Dark Order all come out and celebrate, but not like the match that mattered. They didn't win that. No. But I guess they won the main event, which is sad to say, but. I know. It's something. But they all have a beer. And listen, I. Even I negative love... one? Yeah. I, I know he had vodka because it was clear. Oh. But anyway. Uh, uh, I loved last week and this week's AEW because oh here's the here's the twister here comes the twister uh, I loved it because I have felt so bad being an AE, AEW fanboy for so long and I have to admit these last two weeks yeah they're okay yeah I but I'm I felt bad reviewing wrestling and being like, oh, I had so much fun. It was so great. It was This is so awesome. It's an awesome thing. Well, because people two shows have been. Eh. I'm going to tell you why I you feel guilty. That. I'm going to tell you why you feel guilty. Why? Because every. Oh, OK. I can't say every. Almost every other podcast out there that would review these shows. Either is 100 percent negative toward what they hate or 100 percent positive toward what they like and it's like there's no gray area for them so everything about them is just this is the worst this is the worst this is the worst and they would never admit when something is good like we do with roman reigns or with rated rk bro or whatever they're called not rated that's not real um and oh my god rated rk bro would be amazing it'd be very a great team if they were of trios titles that would be amazing but um and we get a little excited when we find wrestling that's really good, like AEW or New Japan or something that's very exciting. Um, and it sounds like we're just being fanboy, like you just said that we're that's how that's our attitude. But it's not. We're we're telling you this here is really good. This here is really good, but this part's really bad. So don't feel guilty, Larry, because we might be we're one of the only ones out there doing their jobs. Well, okay, I don't feel guilty about that because I always feel like we, okay. we you have never told me I had to put anything over. I've never nope. said to you. That we just talk about be, what we like and don't like. Yep. If you didn't like it, you didn't like it. 
What's Triple H say? But I didn't hate. Okay. If you don't, I will. I'll give them a little praise. It did not waste my time. How about <laughs> you? Do you like it or you not like it? Just, just watch it or don't. I don't watch care. It. Get out no, of my you face. It for yourself by by trying to figure if you like it or not. Just what watch dummy. it. What a dummy. I have an email from Ian. It says, "Hey, W." Dynamite was really good this week, and that worries me. Let me explain. Over the last few weeks, AEW have done three shows with full crowds. Double or Nothing was excellent. Dynamite's before and after Double or Nothing, not so much. They had timing issues. Everything felt a bit off, and they weren't quite sure how to react to a full crowd. And then you have this week's Dynamite. It was taped rather than live, and the audience were wrestlers and extras rather than a a paying crowd. And it was great. Yeah, we didn't mention that, Larry. They changed the set, so they changed it. So it didn't, it felt like we were in the pandemic again. Not that we're not, but I'm saying it felt like we went backwards. Yeah. But that's, that's a big deal. Yeah. He says it was taped rather than live audience or wrestlers and extras rather than paying crowd. And it was great. Everything that had felt weird over the last few weeks suddenly worked. The matches felt less sloppy. The talking segments didn't overrun. Even the Cody, oh my God, he says it. The Cody segment didn't bother me this week, although I laughed my butt off at the introduction of Brock Anderson. <laughs> he writes it just like that, like we said it. This why is great. Would anyone, why would anyone not change it? I don't know. If you're Brock. This is great on the level of AEW being able to put on a really good show, but it worries me that when they get back to touring, the full crowd shows at Daily's Place showed AEW might have road rust. I hope they're able to shake it off quickly. Thanks, Ian. Um, I wouldn't worry about it, Ian. I don't think... Well, I, that pay-per-view, there was no road rust there. No, that I think you're over... Yeah, you're overthinking it. Blew it out of the water. Just keep that in mind. That the pay-per-view was also all the live fans and it was fine. Um, and when they go on tour, it remains to be seen. So let's just wait and see. And um, I think you'd be pleasantly surprised. How about that? When I when I talk about how I don't want to gush over AEW, I don't think I said it that night. That's one of the best pay-per-view I've seen in years. It's It was excellent. Yeah. That pay-per-view was fantastic. Yep. I agree. Uh, wow. Are we on Raw already? Good. Let's do this raw. Well, imagine where we'd be if Fraggles didn't exist. That's a good point. We'd be talking about the impact and and uh, NXT pay-per-views, which we already did. We already pretty much told you. No titles change hands, and they both had cliffhanger endings. There you go. Um, NXT, raw. Hey, listen, NXT, if you want to see good matches, they were there. but Impact had good matches, too. Yeah. But in the end, it didn't really matter. So, but um, Raw live from that bad place that I want to disassemble. Can I help? Uh, Alexa- it's, it's days are numbered. That's I know. what I keep telling I know. Myself. We're getting closer. Um, we are less than two months away. No. Oh, my God. Less than a month away? No. Yes, we are. Woo. Okay. Oh, I just realized. Yeah, it's I it's we were two 20 away some days away. Yes, Larry. Oh, my God. Wow. 28, 29 days away. Oh, my God. That's hey, awesome. If you're looking for a cheap monitor, you probably could get one there. <laughs> Did you know? How, I'm how sorry. How big are those monitors? <laughs> They're big, Larry. They're not monitors. They're LED pieces that WWE doesn't own. Oh, that's right. You told me that. They pay for those on a... They have a lease on those. How stupid is that? Should have rented to own. Anyway. RTO. (laughs) Hulk Hogan here. Rent-A-Center. Yuck. Um, Yep. Alexa Bliss, oh my God, opens Raw backstage on her swing set. To talk about last week's Lily main event. Yes, a main event with a doll, a mirror, and an MMA fighter. I, that sounds way more interesting than it was. 
and, and for some reason, a clothes hamper flying from the sky. Nia Jax comes in and busts into the playground or whatever this is. And she says, hey, hey, guess what? It's going to be Shayna against you at the pay-per-view in case you didn't know. Okay. And then Nia says, remember when we used to be friends? And Alexa takes so much offense to that. She says, no, you liar. We were never friends. Actually, they really weren't. Remember? The story was that Alexa was using her and they're not friends. So Alexa's actually right in this one. So now Nia wants a match tonight. She's like, now you're making me mad. I'm going to wrestle you tonight. And Alexa starts crying and asking for forgiveness and says, no, no, don't beat me up. And then starts laughing. This sucks really bad. This is not a good segment. You can say that sucks really bad, but it's way better than the explanation we get later. Oh, it's horrible later because it's That's a lie. That's what I'm saying. At least this Corey Graves is, is this now showed us something crappy. We're told something crappy later. And Corey Graves gets fed know. a Tom Phillips lie lie line, and he just feeds it to us like it was real, and it's not. So Alexa accepts no, the on, match. On. I got to break out my text to you <clears throat> while we were watching the show. I know because you wrote down a whole bunch I of things. I don't know what happened. Listen, I, I don't know if we have any blind listeners. Yeah. Because I know deaf people hate this show. I mean, we don't have any deaf listeners. Wow. But we do. Blind. If you were blind and I, you know, just listening to the show yeah. to enjoy it, there's no way you could have. You, your brain would have exploded. There were so many things said. There was a lot of dumb things. That made my head just go in, like, like Jabberwocky from Lewis Carroll, right? Yes. Yeah. It, it, it was stuff that would just. Listen, that's great in poetry or song lyrics where you say something like, wow, I could think about this for days. But not when you're commentating wrestling. Don't don't make my mind go all a jitter with with different ways to think about this weirdest, stupidest things were said. I know. I know. It's really bad. But this. Oh, my God. Alexa versus Nia tonight. This sure will be a raw. So the commentators and this is um, MMA head. As we'll call him. No, we just call him new guy, Jimmy Smith. But um, it's his, what, third week on the job? Yeesh. Don't tell me he's good. He's better than a pile of poo laying on the floor over there. I don't he know why there's so poo over there. I've got to say. It does. Yes, but you're comparing him to the worst commentators of all time. Mm-hmm. Of course he's going to be better than Adam Lee and Verk and football head. Because but, anyone is better than them. That shouldn't be his, your standard. His ineptness has forced Corey DeGraves to not be a Healy collar guy. No, he has to take play-by-play play or else there's no yeah, show. Yes. Which, which screws up his heel persona and it, it makes it for yeah. one minute he's collared, next he's play-by-play face. It's, it's not. Really it is really jarring and it hurts my head. But, hey, Larry, you're in with the brainwashed people on twitter that think that this guy's so great when when i've been fed poo i know you know okay dirt dirt is better than poo gross okay so tonight it's also drew mcintyre against aj styles why rhea ripley versus oscar for the seventh time and the new day versus rk bro all right okay we'll see so nikki cross comes out of the back and Charlotte's backstage interview thing she has in gorilla position, does she make any sense? No. Nothing. Everybody talks in circles tonight. Yeah. So she says words, and I also can't recognize her at first. And then I'm like, oh, it's Charlotte. Um, but the match is Nikki against Charlotte. 
Rhea Ripley comes out to interrupt right away so we can go to break. High five. What I realized when Rhea came out and is like touching her title, she's a fake champion to me. And I hate to, I hate that, but, and I hate to say it, but I've never felt more like that women's title, the raw title is, I've never felt like it's been more of a prop for someone playing wrestler than while it's on Rhea Ripley. Is that because she's not allowed to be a total heel? Because she's right. She's not limbo? anything specifically. You're only supposed to cheer her because she's going against Charlotte, but she's still a heel. She's but still you still cheer her. She comes across as just, I don't know, like she's not a real, like, I don't know. And the way she showed up, like only because Charlotte was away or had COVID or whatever. And the way she showed up and then just won the title at WrestleMania, it just, it comes across as not legitimate to me. I just don't like it. It's not enjoy. I, I, I don't know. Because she's, her character's too undefined. She's very undefined. She's like, look how dark my lipstick is. I must be evil, but I'm not. Yes, I am. Like, that's not a character. That's just her being Rhea Ripley. And that's fine. But I don't I don't feel like she's grown at all since NXT, not one bit. That's not now, good. In the box, is that where Charlotte said about the 15 minutes of fame? It wasn't in a box. She said she said the 15 minutes of fame thing about Nikki Cross backstage in her interview at Gorilla Position. Okay. Cause she said we'll get to it now because it's one of the one of the minutes. I think you misheard it, but go ahead. No, she said you're 50 because I I Texted on my phone. I know, but you also make a lot of mistakes, Larry. I'm sorry. The 15 minutes of fame is going to be over as quick as you can say delusional. Yes. So. Why? You you got it right. Delusional would take 15 minutes saying the word delusional. What does. Your 15 minutes of fame is going to be over as quick as you can say delusional. What? She just means that Nikki Cross hasn't actually won any matches. That's all. I, I don't want to defend. I don't want to defend Charlotte. Fifteen minutes, which is a defined set of time, but fifteen minutes over as quick as you can say delusional. Which yes, is her fifteen. Another, her fifteen minutes what? of fame, not fifteen minutes physical minutes. Your fifteen minutes of fame is fifteen minutes. No. Yes. It's not. Ask Andy Warhol. He okay. timed it. I know. Okay. I want to tell you about this match because. No, no, you don't. Oh my God! First of all. I am sick of of new guy of Smith saying everybody's everybody's a savage in this company. Everybody is this is savage, that's savage. But now he says Charlotte is savaging Nikki Cross. What does that mean? And also stop saying that. It's better than the way they used to use savage. Now, Nikki and Charlotte just two, I guess just two fighters to him because when Mandy and Dana are in there everything in the ring is beautiful to him beautiful beautiful now when it's these two everything is going right for the guts hitting her in the guts stop that forever yeah the guts guts, I, I never want to hear guts in anything he says guts almost every match tonight but in the women's match I don't think they want you saying their gut or their guts I so just I don't, don't want to hear that word anyway. That's no, I don't ever want to hear it. And it doesn't make any sense. Midsection. Do wrestling research, guy. I'm not saying to be a clone of everyone else. I'm saying learn what works oh, and what doesn't. There's a nomenclature of the business. Yeah. Yes. Um, so Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte gets to. Sh- okay. This is such a. 
bad ending. So they're at an eight count. Charlotte's outside the ring showing off to Rhea Ripley. First of all, she has, she has Nikki Cross in her arms, holding her like, not even like a baby, like she's going to give her the world's strongest slam. And then does kissy face at Rhea Ripley. Did you see that? No, I didn't see the kiss. She starts doing kisses in the air to Rhea Ripley. Then she does a fallaway slam to Nikki. They're at the eight count. This means Nikki Cross has two seconds to know to sell the fallaway slam and then no sell it and run in the ring so that Charlotte gets counted out and Nikki wins again. That happened. Okay. So Nikki just won. Nikki won again, but this and time it was an actual the, win, not a pin, but it was, it was Corey, Corey says, no surprise to anyone. It didn't work out like you expected. What does that Roll mean? That Corey Graves around in your head. Oh my God. Diagram it. I know Make it doesn't work. A Venn diagram with circles of what you expected and what yes. you didn't try to get them to mush. There. Again, no surprise to anyone. It didn't work out like you expected. Wow. Doesn't I'm make sense, I Corey. I have to turn Raw off and sit in a dark room for 15 minutes and just. We should have. But then the Charlotte gets all mad and she does that bagok big bird kick and kills Nikki. Rhea runs in for the save and gives the riptide to Charlotte. But Why? Not to save, do, that was not to save Nikki at all. She didn't go over to check on Nikki or anything. She's a heel. No, I'm sorry. She wasn't really saving her. She just wanted to attack Charlotte. You're right. I just said for the save as a shortcut, but she wasn't saving her. You're right. Yeah, I know. It looked like exactly. And they did do. She didn't check on Nikki. So it was obvious she's a heel. No. Well, she's been mocking Nikki for weeks and saying I could beat you in two minutes and stuff. So I know, but it's not taking because you think she has to be face going against Charlotte. No, and she's not. And I can't believe after all these wins by Asuka and Nikki Cross that the match at the pay-per-view is still one-on-one. This makes zero sense. Yes. Um, now, if they, if at the pay-per-view they do something where Nikki shows up and demands to be put in the match, I'll be happy. That makes But she has already sense. said she wants the winner after the pay-per-view, so she doesn't even want to be in that match at all. So but She's beating them both. Yep, I know. Um, new guy says Kofi Con Kingston. Remember him? <laughs> Is that a new Delicious. like dinner? I love Kofi Con Kingston. So good. Backstage Riddle tells Jeff Hardy that he's lost focus. Oh and Jeff says words like he's crazy drugged out. Jeff, this is, this is WWE thinking, okay, we know you don't do drugs anymore. We don't think Jeff Hardy because we don't do drug testing anymore because no one cares. But, but. We know you don't do them, but you used to. So can you and Riddle have this really weird, like, spacey segment backstage? And Jeff's like, Kurt Angle's a machine. <laughs> Bully Ray's, whatever. Yeah, so he's doing this, and he's saying these things, and it's all goofy sounding. And Jeff says, I have a match against Morrison tonight. And then Riddle goes in this tirade like he always does, but he's looking right at Jeff Hardy. And Jeff disappears while Riddle is talking to him and looking at him. How is that possible? I don't know. I I love this segment, but not for the reasons they wanted me to. No, because it, it was matter. so dumb. It was funny. Yeah, it was so dumb. It was it was Jeff Hardy saying those words with his eyes closed, with the eyes drawn on, and then Riddle being freaked out because he's all on drugs, <laughs> being freaked out that Jeff Hardy has multiple sets of eyes. So that's if what he- that was. If he had opened his eyes and went, Willow, I'd have 
It was Mark. getting real close to that. It was so close to Willow. So Jeff disappears, but Randy Orton comes in and he says, listen, tonight, don't try to be Randy Orton out there. Just be Riddle, okay? And Riddle's like, he likes me. So that's funny. Okay. Now, Morrison comes out with Wheelchair Miz. Why wouldn't you keep this segment up every week where he drops Miz and like Miz rolls toward the ring? That's comedy. Because the announcers, because the announcers I know, they're like expecting it. Like, I hope he doesn't lose yeah. the wheelchair. But they could say that and it could still happen. Yeah, and it know, doesn't. But you don't even have them do that. Because and now we're disappointed because that was funny and we can't see it again. And I would love it. You know how they always do comedy in a photo booth and like there's a fight in there or something's happening. Oh, and then yeah, there's, and each one's a That's what this is. This is that. And then you one can of do them this. is in the relaxing yes. around each other and they See, start again. You get the anyway. joke. They don't get jokes. So forget. I get jokes. You do. Miz is on commentary. The match is Morrison against Jeff Hardy. Jeff thinks the Thunderdome screens okay, I'm are... laughing more at that little image of the photo booth. Fight. See, it's good. Yeah, that because it's just good comic. Good yes. comedy. Of course it is. Jeff thinks the Larry, Jeff thinks those Thunderdome screens are real people that he could like talk to and interact <laughs> with. Whoa. Then Jeff gets sprayed with water from that drip stick and the commentators. Oh my God. So remember, Mrs. is on commentary. The, and I didn't know whether to laugh or to say, man, Mrs. is dumb. But they say, wow, that was underhanded. And Ms. goes, no, that was overhanded. It's funny because it's so stupid. Be good on commentary, but he was screaming this whole match. Why was he? Wasn't uh, there going to be some kind of feud between him and Morrison? And he was getting tired. Now he's all in love with Morrison. And yes, they uh, dropped the story when Miz got injured. But listen, when you say screaming, I think you mean this. Cedric comes out to interrupt, and when he does, boy, do the goofballs in the ring get lost. Morrison doesn't know what's going on. Jeff Hardy doesn't know what's going on. How in the world is a short Morrison versus Jeff Hardy match bad? Because you know what you saw here? The f- you, you, when you see something in entertainment so much or you think it exists only in the fake world, this was real distraction that, which got people. They really got the distracted. Game. I've never seen it in wrestling where fake distraction called, caused real distraction. Yes. But yeah. Marson can't figure out what to do. Hardy can't figure out what to do. They wrestle basically in slow motion and can't ever get on the same page. By the end, Morrison just wins. And Jeff Hardy's a jobber, right? So Cedric cuts a promo on Jeff Hardy, the loser of the match. And he wants to apologize to Jeff. And he won't stop yelling. He does that thing where, the more I yell, the more that I'm going to be over. It's like, you're not Bobcat. Be quiet. You need to calm down. Just but, calm down a little bit. Somebody somebody has faith in him as being able to, to talk. Uh, he's out there. They're letting him do it. They why, had the commentators bury him the other week, so I don't know. Yes. I don't understand how he's out there talking like this and who's giving him permission. He says, Jeff, I want to apologize. I respect you. But then I rewatched the match that we had last week and you disrespected me. So I'm sorry I didn't kick you into your, into your retirement, into the retirement home. And Jeff, the loser of the match, cuts a promo and says, fine, I'll put my career on the line right now, just after losing like a jobber. Please, Larry, explain I this. I, they're beginning a feud between people who are losers. I don't. I, 
it's it's a feud to see who's less a loser. I guess. So we come back from break. A possibility of retirement match. Uh-oh. Jeff Hardy versus Cedric. So wait, this is like when Dustin Rhodes all of a sudden, at least he gave Twitter notice that he was going to, you know, they couldn't advertise it, but he gave Twitter notice that if he lost, he would retire. <clears throat> but guess what? Obviously, Hardy's not going to retire. This is stupid. It's a bad match. It Cedric jobs in like a minute. Seriously. Jeff Hardy wins. Cedric groans and cries in the ring. What are we doing? I'm afraid I know what we're doing, and it's called copy and paste on the same show. Oh, no. <clears throat> yeah, I really think they're going to go for, I, I'm a veteran, dude. I'll tell so you this is RK bro without the interest level? Yeah, with nothing. Wow. Fun. Gross. Uh, Naomi comes out. Oh, my God. Here we go. Now, if you know, earlier in the day, dot com said tonight, Eva Marie, we knew last week on Raw, Eva Marie is going to debut tonight on Raw. But what we didn't know is that she's going to debut in a match. So dot com said, yeah, tonight it's Eva Marie against Naomi. And I was like, really? And so I called Larry and I said, what's the laziest thing they could do? And Larry said, have Eva Marie not wrestle? No, first she said something else. You said something else. But have her come out and talk her way out of the match. And I said, yeah, she's not going to wrestle at all. And it was like, hmm, yeah, you know what? That's probably right. And then I remember back to the days of Maria. And I remember thinking, remember how she would not bump? How she would not do anything? How I just was like, you don't belong in there. Because you, you're not. if you're not going to wrestle, get out of here. If you're going to be a manager or whatever, that's fine. But if you're going to say play wrestler, but you won't wrestle, I don't want to see you. That is my least favorite thing in wrestling. And I have a lot of least favorite things, but that's that's a, probably at the top of the list. But I said, there's no way this is going to happen. There are four women's matches on the show tonight. There is no way Eva Marie is going to have a match. Sure enough, Eva Marie comes out. And who is this with her? Now, we had heard a rumor a few weeks ago um, that she has a she's going to debut with a bodyguard character, which smelled like a heel move to me. And then when I heard she was yep. going against Naomi, sure seems like a heel to me, even though her, her promos were a lot of face stuff, like she wants to help people. However, Eva Marie comes out with Piper Niven. If you remember who Piper is from the Mae Young Classic or from NXT UK or whatever... Well, she is a wrestler and the commentators don't, they have to pretend they don't know who she is because the average fan doesn't know who she is because she's from shows that you probably never saw, like the Mae Young Classic. And Um, if you had, you don't remember her. And if you have, yeah, you might not remember. So the match, so it's supposed to be Eva Marie against Naomi, but instead Piper gets in the ring, which again, never named and she destroys Naomi. Like, as in, it looked like Naomi never wrestled a match. Now, Naomi's probably no. going to go on Twitter and say, I wasn't ready for this person. I wanted that person. Now, hold on. In the match, we have to wonder, first of all, we before the match, we have to wonder, why are they doing this? Well, why did you fire Lana a week before <clears throat> she should have been in this spot? Correct. So... I'm confused as to what's happening here, except for the fact that I remember on The Office, do you remember when Ryan decided 
to get someone very, very tiny to be his friend to the point where Dwight called the tiny guy a hobbit and asked if he had powers. Um, why would you do that unless you wanted to look like you were tall or look like you were better than you actually were? And so Eve Marie gets this Piper Niven, who, if you've never seen her, is a larger female wrestler. And this sounds like this story is going to go somewhere really, really bad. I don't know where it could go that's good. It's just a question of how bad it's going to be. Because let me explain the rest of it. So even Marie watches Piper destroy Naomi. The commentators call Piper a cement mixer. So that's nice. And then when Piper wins, Eva grabs the mic and says, here's your winner, Eva Marie. Which that's so dumb. Larry, would you like to take bets with me? On next week, if they announce Piper's name as Big Bertha Jr. Here's, I don't know. I swear to God, I'm furious right now. Which is worse? If she brings Piper out every week and that's the gag, or is it worse if she brings out a different wrestler every week who's a larger lady? I think that's what it also might be. And that's why we didn't get a name. Correct. Which is worse, because they're both pretty bad, but I think if you bring a different, larger lady out I think every that's, week... That's that's somehow even worse. Yeah, somehow, yeah. I don't. I can't give you a definition of why it's worse, but to me, that's even going to be worse, so I don't know if that's... And so is the, that how wrestling works? Because I know that that Andre gave the belt to the Million Dollar Man. And it didn't count. That's Yeah. If you remember, that did not count, and that's why we had the tournament at WrestleMania 4. And Eva Marie, why why is she here? Well, this gimmick is starting off real bad. Okay, let's put all this aside. Whatever it is, it is. Why did you not save this for a live crowd? Because, because the, the Larry, nothing. the live crowd would not know what to do with this. Are you supposed to boo Piper? Because she is wrestling a face and she's with Eva Marie. And then you get into scary territory there of what they would chant. But that's wrestling. The only thing Marie has going for her is heat. Whether it's good heat or bad heat, it's heat. And that's worthless when you're in front of the stupid Thunderdome. Yeah. So she has absolutely nothing. The only tiny thing she has is this weird internet heat that we all feel about it. It's just... Yes, because she can't wrestle. And she insists she can. But then... Haha, I tricked you. I said I could, but I'm not going to. I'm going to help this other person. But what was all the video packages of her? I don't care. Because she's helping this other poor person that couldn't get over on her own when this other person destroyed Naomi. So I don't understand this story. But again, we're not allowed to ask. Triple H told us we cannot ask questions and we just have to not worry about where it's going to go. And we should just turn it off if we don't like it. How many weeks, if they stick with Piper instead of, not that Piper, the other Piper, yeah. instead of <clears throat> instead of switching out other women, yeah. if they stick with her, how many weeks before backstage she's at catering and even Marie know. takes food And she gets her. mad. How yes. many weeks? Two. How many weeks? Two I weeks. Three. Two. I say two. And also next week, if Lowest the words, proof. if her, Bertha is anywhere in her name, I'm out. I'm done. I will go on record right now saying we're, we're going to stop reviewing Raw for a while if that happens. 
<laughs> okay. I'm not kidding. Listen, I I laugh, but if they did it, it wouldn't shock me. It would not shock me Terrible. either, and I'm already sickened. Earlier, oh, speaking of sickened, earlier today, a photo shoot with divas. What year is this? Mandy and what Dana. Was, okay, what was this to go from Eva Marie is evil because she's shallow, correct, and obsessed to the with fa- her looks to the face to gymnastic worse. team who are in a photo shoot being divas. And, and they I don't can't, even recognize the one of her she's so made up. It's Dana Brooke, yeah. But it is Tell Dana Brooke. That, did you recognize her at first? Well, yes, but makeup. I did see why you wouldn't know because you have face blindness. But they are in a photo shoot. This is not a video shoot. It is photos. But they're mad that they can hear Natalia training with Tamina in a ring nearby like this is like this is ruining their 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 video or something and also for some reason this show we're watching wanted to cut backstage to show us this photo shoot that we're not told they're shooting a photo for the cover of blah 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 magazine or whatever right it's just a random because it's for nothing and they're angry because they can hear wrestlers this is the most diva thing i could think of they go over to the ring and Natalia basically looks at them and says, you guys, what are you, divas? What does she say, Larry? Well, the funny thing is she says, listen. Oh, that's right. She says the, the wrong thing. Yeah. She says there's a difference between working smart and working hard. And you guys didn't get here by using your brains, which by process of elimination means, means working hard, hard. But she means they didn't do either and they use yes, their looks to get by. Right. That's not what that means. But we are now in a different story here where you're using your looks to get by right after the Eva Marie looks storyline. I don't want Diva anything anymore. I hate this. No, but and this felt so devious. 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 <laughs> yes. And last segment felt so <clears throat> devious. It's really bad. Everybody, yeah. like Naomi dancing to the ring, and then Eva Marie, we got, and then making fun of a larger girl. I know. And then- we got four. We Well, we didn't make fun of her yet. The cement mixer thing was, she hit her like she would hit a cement mixer. Like, that wasn't meant to be something bad. It just was something bad. But the point is, we're on week one. Just give it time. Also, this segment here, uh, when I, when, well, when, when I, not the segment before, when I heard there's going to be four women's matches on the show, I'm like, that's not real. That's not, no. And did little this, did I know only I one of them would get time. Because it's obviously Dana Brooke and, but, did, but they're not, they they're the faces. Natalia and Tamina are the heels. So this makes no sense. And then Natalia and Tamina are trying to use logic here. And then they're like, okay, if you want to fight us, then get in the ring. They get in the ring. Larry. Everyone rolls around the ring like idiots that have never seen a fight before. <coughs> Excuse me. And there's a pull apart for a thing that didn't even resemble a fight. This was absolutely pathetic. But it's setting up a match where I have no idea who's your face. Uh, Mandy and Dana I mean, are the only tag team. Either way. They're the only tag team left. What other tag team is there left besides um, the champs? Natalia and Tamina. But everything There's, Natalia you said was was facey. I know, but I'm they saying they were working in the ring. They were practicing. Yes, heels. Correct. Practice. 
Correct. But I'm asking you right now, if you think about it through both shows, Raw and SmackDown, besides Natalia Tamina as a team and Mandy and Dana as a team, name one other team. And you can't say Shayna and Nia because they they're not together right now. Lily and Alexa. That's scary because I told you a month ago that Lily and Alexa will probably win the tag titles. It's not over yet. No, it's not. And that they're going to need... If they get a bodyguard. If they get a bodyguard. Well, they're going to, and that's Shayna Baszler. And that, yes, that Lily's and still going to... They're winning the tag. Shayna's going to carry the title around for Lily. Mark my words. Yep. I, I totally believe if, okay. if we go the bodyguarding, if that happens... Okay, it's I happening. The tag team it's happening. And that's really bad. New Day they're out. Not even, they're not going to call her Deezer. They're going <clears> to <throat> call her Sheasel. Oh, my God. Sheasel. Okay. All right. That's fine. Big mama sheasel. Let's do it. Backstage, Drew. Oh, my God. Piper Niven's name is going to be sheasel now. Thanks. Backstage, Drew is... Oh, New Day comes out. Now, backstage, Drew is mad at all of Lashley's accolades. He's so jealous. Being a face, he's so jealous of a heel. He says now he's going to call him Trashly. This is is the problem. I don't know if if Drew wants to be a tweener. But he's not. He's so healy in yeah. his. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And now he gets. Oh, tell him about the story time. God, his story time. I thought you were talking about Paul Heyman. But okay. So, wow. First of all, what a heel Drew is. But then second of all, last week or the week before we had story time about spiders and kings. This week he's like, I love big, big Willie Mac. He's like, William Wallace, big Willie. See oh, what yeah, I did there? It's all lewd jokes, and yeah, he's and wait, who is who is Braveheart again? Oh yeah, the guy that hates Jewish people. See, not Walt Disney. Oh. Yeah, it's he's putting over Mel Gibson. That is a heel move in 2021. I don't. I <coughs> all was Healy. Excuse me. Everything he did was Healy, and he said Mel Gibson is awesome. He makes all these lewd jokes. And then he says he has a secret strategy to win his title back at the pay-per-view. What is your strategy? A double turn? Because that's the only thing that would work. Don't ask me. I don't know what we're watching anymore. The strategy of the cage, if he's the strategy of being a cage is lost because they they tore up the hurt business. They they ruined that. Yes. So the 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 advantage of the cage is lost now. Well, guess what? When Kofi costs Drew the match, you're gonna laugh and laugh. Uh, New Day no, versus. No, I won't. I'll be happy and happy. Do you do you this, not this see stuff is, that this this yeah this Drew segment is bookended with New Day? Do you see this here? I do. I see what you did there, WWE. I see what you did there. Mm. New Day versus RK Bro. This is a fi- okay. This beginning of this raw has been frenetic. It has been insane. Every match is like two or three minutes and it's just flying by because it's just like here's some dumb thing and here's some other dumb thing and here's a dumb thing. New Day versus RK Bro is like a five-hour match and a three-hour show. I don't know how they did it. They squished it in there. I'm not saying it was bad. It was just too long. Yeah, it was weird because we've had such long matches, and then tonight tonight was just one thing after another, one thing after another, and then a long match. Yeah. But then the finish is good. Honor roll into an RKO. Orton gets the win. And new guy commentator calls this an epic, epic battle of the 20 matches he has ever seen in his whole life. So that's good. Um, new guy almost forgets Nikki Cross's name and he looks to Graves for it, but he gets it just in time. 
That was weird. He's like Charlotte against, of course, we know. Nikki Cross. That's what he said. <laughs> Is he me? That's what I was going to say. You can do that on a <laughs> podcast. You shouldn't be doing that when you're yes. the lead commentator like on Raw. Eight by WWE. Flagship show. He doesn't know her name. Backstage interview with Rhea Ripley. And I wrote... This title run is complete junk. I don't even know what Rhea is. She tells the, stu- the the backstage interviewer to get out of her face. But then again, so did Drew. And he's supposed to be a good guy too. So I, I don't, I don't know. Asuka comes out. The match is Asuka against Rhea Ripley. And of course, this has two parts. This time, the first part was better. And then the second part They get lost, as usual, and they can't figure out what to do, and they're just missing counters. They have no idea what to do, and Riptide, Asuka just jobs again. Why are we wasting time with Rhea and Charlotte when we have Asuka? I don't understand. And not only that, there are at least three or four other women you could be pinning, especially if Rhea's supposed to be a heel. Why do you have to pin Asuka? Dana and Mandy well, were backstage it, it doing nothing. Fine if we're, we're building to to an Oscar heel turn, but we're not. Oscar She's Grouch, still dancing. Yes. How many women dance in the ring? All I, of them. It's talking about going back to divas. Almost everyone. Okay, so <clears throat> Charlotte runs out and attacks Rhea Ripley. She's wearing a completely different outfit, and she looks like Slim Goodbody. But. But it looks like a wrestling outfit. It looks like she. she That's correct. Out a wrestling so why would you a wear wrestling a wrestling outfit and then put a different wrestling outfit on when you're done and you took a shower? But instead, this like this wrestling outfit body. made her look like Slim Good Body, brave and true, a, a woman of health, a hero too, <laughs> or whatever it goes. How was he never a wrestler? Oh, poor. I thought you were going to say how was he never arrested? Oh yeah, we don't want to get into that. But you know, okay. He just looked like it. He, I'm sure he was. I didn't mean that. I meant because he walks around like with his guts hanging out. Uh, I thought we weren't going to use the word guts. We just did. They Okay, so now they do a not very effective pull apart. Well, you know why it wasn't very effective. Yes. Because there were officials from WWE and beyond separating them. I oh, my God. Down. What does that mean? It means like Buzz Lightyear space? helped. Yes. Mm-hmm. And before you th- say security, there was no security there. It was guys in suits. Right. So get this. So there's a million people there. They can't pull these two women apart because they're afraid to touch them. But then Charlotte gets grabbed by, I think, Hurricane. And she gets censored. She's screaming at him. Get the F off me on live TV. And she keeps getting censored. So somebody much More than must once. have touched her. And the thing is, I don't know what to tell you. When you're in a pull apart, you get touched. You need to get women out there to then to grab them. Because it's gonna happen by accident. I'm I not saying anybody did anything on purpose. I'm saying to grab a woman if you can't if you need a pull apart, like in a Becky Lynch segment, which by the way, this ends with Charlotte looking like she busted her nose open. So this was kind of like oh, a Becky Lynch thing. I'd look closer. It wasn't a nose. She what was was gonna it? have a scar. It was a. I met, I don't know what it was, but something caught her about a finger width across from your nose, like an actual jab in okay, the skin. But if you say scar, she's gonna freak the f out. Okay, she was. She's gonna be off a. T- she's not gonna be at the pay per view on Sunday then. Okay, she got a two. <clears throat> maybe she can get a piercing because it looked like two really bad jabs. That's not good. Cheek there. She's gonna hate that. 
I'm speaking for Charlotte now. I have no idea if that's real. But her yelling, get the F off me. Somebody must have done something. Yikes. Now, okay. Listen, I do not trust men in general because I am one. <laughs> but yeah, you have to. When you do a pull apart, I'm sure you're really it's somebody going to take that opportunity. If they do, that person should have been fired a long time. Correct. Ago but it's WWE, so they probably wouldn't have gotten fired. True. True. Remember, oh, we'll fire the guy with the <clears throat> trash bags. And- yep. Speaking of trash bags, Lashley's Trashleys are backstage. And Lashley hey, it's, says it's canon because Drew is the face and he's pointing it out. I know. But Lashley says, get this at the pay-per-view. He will publicly execute Drew and mount <laughs> his head on a stick. I hope he means mount wow. like put it on a stick. Yikes. <laughs> yes, I know. Alexa Bliss comes out. Oh, my God. Graves says, for months now, Alexa Bliss has tormented Nia Jax. Yes. Wait. What? What story and in what universe did that ever once happen? If you were unhappy with the opening thing about how you didn't think it represented what really happened in real life, what was this? Well, they keep retconning the story. Let's retcon it even more. Tormenting Nijak. There's been was mad because she finally figured out that that Lexa had been screwing with Reginald. I I don't know. I mean, at least that would have been something. (coughs) But that's not the story. Um, Okay. Graves said, that's when, on the replay, Graves says it took officials from WWE and beyond to separate Rhea and Charlotte. So that's good. But here's your match. Alexa versus Nia Jax. Alexa forgot how to wrestle. New guy accidentally curses. Um, Graves says... Wait, 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 wait. Go over that because I heard that and I forgot it. He said the S word. I can't say here on this show because it's family friendly, I guess. Yep, he did. It was a total accident. He was trying to say something else, but he messed up. Um, Graves says that this is Alexa's return to Raw. What? He met in the ring. Yeah, but even that, what? What? Okay, why is Nye, I hate this match, not just because it's magic or whatever, because it isn't really until it's over, but... Why is Nia treating Bliss like a child? And by that I mean, time for the body slam. Nia refuses to slam her. She set her down gingerly in the middle of the ring. Did you see that? Well, that's the thing. If you're Nia, you can throw her clear across the ring and out of it. This is the stupidest, you can tell their friends in real life, bullcrap that I've ever seen in wrestling. Then, Nia does a clothesline. I am going on record as I think that this was the softest clothesline I've ever seen. It is so gross looking. I can't even believe it's real. And yet Alexa's trying to wail on Nia and beat the crap out of her because all her moves are punches. Um, but the story is that that Alexa will win because she's turned into some kind of spider monkey and she walks funny. She keeps and jumping on Nia and she's like a monster, right? Yeah. Except... Alexa's not really doing anything great. Then Reginald shows up out of nowhere and goes in the apron. And then that is a distraction, but not really. And then Alexa... Not really? What was that? I don't know, because it didn't lead to anything. And then in the ring, Alexa grabs Nia's head and does, again, a weak DDT. And the commentators think Nia is knocked out as she's moving around the ring. Reginald Never, then at, at, at no point did it not look like Nia couldn't grab her by the throat 
I know. And kill her. Yes. At her but it, at will. But and if she's so mad at Alexa, why would okay? Then it gets really dumb because Reginald comes in and grabs Alexa, so that's a DQ. But Alexa's not going to have but that. Also, but, but before you get there, go ahead. He comes in and saves her. Did was there any reason that Nia needed saving in this match? Um, you might argue that Reginald didn't want Alexa messing up Nia's face or something with punches. But that's a weak argument too. We all know Reginald's no gay. For somebody jumping a DQ, Nia eventually Reg- killed her. Yes, we all know. We all know Reginald's gay. Why are we pretending he's not? What are we doing? This story it's makes like no Nia. sense. But let's say he's not. Okay, let's say he's really dating Nia Jax. Then maybe he didn't want. You know, he was mad because Alexa. But then why is he beating up a woman? Hmm. I don't know. Why is he his character <clears throat> face now and? I never knew that. But okay, this is where we get, oh my God, this is where it gets at its lowest point, I think. <sighs> Reginald, did you, okay, did you ever see the episode of Gilligan's Island? Of course. That's all you have to say. I've seen them all. Did you see the one, or remember the one, with the grenades on the island? Yes. The box yeah. of active grenades. Yeah. And who's throwing them around? A monkey. There's a monkey on the island, a gorilla, and he's throwing around the grenades because he thinks they're toys and he thinks it's funny when they explode. He doesn't realize he's going to kill somebody. So so they have to sneak into the cave where the grenades are and they have to get them away from the gorilla before he murders everyone, right? So that seems like a simple thing. You have seven people on the island. You have one of them or two of them or multiples distract the gorilla and then you go... Take the grenades back, right? That should be now, easy. This is just a regular gorilla, not a gorilla with Dracula's brain, right? Correct. It's not that. Then, that yeah, thing of yours. No, wait. Did you make that up or was that? Yeah, I made that up at work. Okay, that's I wasn't sure if you made it up or you got it from somewhere. I don't remember. No. Okay. But let's not get let's not get confused here. Let's not get lost in the weeds because of a gorilla or whatever. But this Gillian's Island, the professor said that this is a special kind of gorilla. <laughs> That you could hypnotize by just staring at him like you're looking in a mirror. This, oh, this, yeah, this was great. Oh, am I wrong great. to say that this was lifted exactly from Gilligan's Island, where if you stare at a person yes. long enough and then you start tilting your head and mirroring them, that they are hypnotized? That's what Professor taught. Well, guess what? Alexa somehow uses that as magic and she hypnotizes Reginald. Where he is doing everything she's doing, which means she knows voodoo as well. And then she quick runs away and that breaks the spell. What a stupid sack of crap that was. And also now we've established hypnosis. This is bad. Why wouldn't she have done that to Nia at the beginning of the match? Correct. Two, if you've ever seen uh, the Fonz, Henry Winkler, one of his few solo movies was where he was a wrestler who hypnotized his opponents. And this looked just like the same stupid Oh my God. So we've already, we've had the Fonz and Gilligan both do this gimmick already. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. It's classic. Wow. And it's funny because I just watched In the Heights. If you don't know what that is, you should look it up if you like musicals. But I just watched the movie last night and they had both Fonz and Gilligan references in the musical. Like outside of the songs. But I thought you said they were going to be both in the musical, and I 
Well, because between the musical parts, there's the, you know, the acting parts and the parts that bridge the story together. In those parts, they had a Gilligan reference and a Fonz reference. So there you go. Isn't that weird? Gilligan's Island musical. Uh, they did. They had the 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 <clears throat> Hamlet set to Carmen in one of the most genius episodes okay. of all that, time. I was, okay, it's funny you said genius. I always remember that as being the best episode. It's so good. It's so well done and such a weird combination. And then the jokes they make on the side are so funny and so smart. Yes. Well, because it was, I mean, they're not idiots. Just because you play a goofball. No, I know. And and Sherwood Schwartz and his writers, they're very smart. I know. Of course, this all brings back the whole thing. Yeah. There's this really weird trope in Gilligan's Island of someone discovers you and you have to somehow impress them or become their best friend just for them to save your life. Right. How it's always been it was being? always pathetic and scary to think how much of sociopaths, how many sociopaths landed on that island that wouldn't want to help the castaways. And there was always a dumb back reason they're like well they can't find out that i'm a criminal they would tell the authorities oh they'll find out they're i'm a musical number and their musical number that they had on the island is better than ours there's no room for us both in in on the radio so i'm gonna not tell every story was like that yeah and the the guy stops and he's like I'm a butterfly collector. And he goes on this island and he finds people starving. They've mm-hmm. been there for years. And instead of being like, oh my gosh, screw this butterfly. Let's get you back yes. to safety. He's like, he's I must find his dang butterfly. I must get that. I can't remember what the name of it was. Wow. I do remember. Yeah. Lord Beasley, Lord Beasley. Yes. <laughs> and then it, it, you get in this weird moral quandary of these people of course are in a terrible situation so they have to fake being friends or every time do. and then always so, always with the skipper being disappointed with the person like what you're gonna leave us here every time yes yes which is what every human being would be like you're really this horrible <clears throat> person and they're sitting there and they're like yes i am Goodbye. oh my god you're every talking time. about a show that had a double of Mr. Howell and then had a double of Ginger and then a double of Gilligan. That's true. That's true. There were doubles that landed on the island that looked just like like a a Russian spy. Gilligan's was a Russian spy. Um, Mr. Howell was done up with surgery to look like Mr. Mr. Howell, Howell, right. Had surgery to look like Mr. Howell to steal his fortune. That's imagine that you were, Mr. Howell, he's a millionaire. He yes. goes he goes missing. So somebody is going to steal his millions by getting plastic yes. surgery to look like it's correct. And he happens to crash. What yes, we- on that same island. That is some scary odds there. You think wrestling you have to suspend disbelief? Yeah, that is pretty bad. And then the final one was Ginger. And the, the woman's name was Eva Grubb. And she went there to kill herself. A little darker than we never picked up. <laughs> yes. And did as a kid, did, not, did the spider episode not give you nightmares? Oh my god, that spider was so big it was terrifying. Yes. Now it looks like a piece of crap, but then. Oh, when you were a little tiny kid, <clears throat> and as a little tiny kid, I'm always like, well, 
big spiders are scared of birds, so I'm okay. There's lots of birds. That's true. You were like, yeah, that's his natural enemy. Right. It was an eight foot tall spider, and it was scared of a crow. It was mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, it was. It was a pigeon, but yes. He's a dual homer. Didn't I say that last week on the show? Anyway. Yes. I did. It all connects. Anyway, so yes, we've established hypnosis on the island that is Thunderdome. So <clears throat> backstage MVP. Oh my God. Is MVP in the best segments ever? Yes, he is. There not the, I don't mean the trash these ladies. That. I don't, I mean this. It, it's not just that. A lot of these people... 80% of these people, 75%, yeah. are super talented. I Let know. Let them do what they do. Look what that happens when they go to AEW. Look what happens when yes, they Yes, they prove that WWE... Look at Dean Ambrose turned into John Moxley. It's like two different people. Completely, It's the same guy with a different name. It's two different people. Does anyone miss the shopping cart of weapons, the gas mask, the weird... Oh, bag, my God. Remember when he said that the, the crowd the smelled? smell. Oh, my God. And now he's so good. And again, with MVP, they're letting him do good stuff. Yeah. And guess what? He can do really good stuff. And this is great. Yep. This is great. He's backstage with New Day. And he's pretending he doesn't remember Xavier Woods' name. This is so and good. That, and that's the intro to the segment. Which yes. Is so well. It's brilliant. Then he's like, listen, Kofi, I need to talk to you some more. Maybe in private. And Kofi's like, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, oh, I know what the problem is. Look in the mirror. And everybody's like, no. He says, Kofi Mania is dead. And it's not you. It's that guy to your left holding you back. And Woods makes fun of MVP's mom because of Dave Chappelle and dogs or whatever. But Kofi says, I will never agree with you. Which means Never say never in wrestling, Kofi. You'll be agreeing with him very quickly. MVP says, this is awesome. Instead of, oh my God, I love this. He says, Kofi, good luck in your match at the pay-per-view. Oh, wait, you don't even have one. Wow. Say say what fans say and they're automatically like, oh yeah, that's what I say. Yes. That's great. But it's MVP who knows how to deliver the lines. So I love that. I love that segment. Um, Elias comes out for more copy paste action. When we come back from break, it's Elias versus Jackson Riker part two. Riker in a box said, explains that Elias sickened. Uh, Elias said, he said, I sickened him. He didn't like the way I looked in his eyes. Yes. And it, that's how he delivers it. Does I he mean? He means I didn't. He didn't like the way I looked, I looked at him. Into his eye, but it, it sounds like he didn't like the way I looked in but his that's eyes. Like, right, what? right there. You just described the problem with all these promos in WWE. He's just memorizing lines, and it sucks. Yeah, he's not saying that line. He's no, read he's it reading it. it, and it's really bad, and it's poorly written. And he has no place to say, "Hey, that's bad," because he is on the bubble of getting fired or whatever. So it doesn't matter. Elias, guess what? Wrestles a little bit, doesn't want the match, count out, copy-paste, pathetic. Same finish as last week. And we're we're doing this with Elias, who we've cut the legs off so many times. Yep. And this new guy that no one could possibly be interested in. Outside well, of telling me he was a vet, they've done nothing to build him up. No. In this fact, is a joke. he's a little scary. I'm sorry, even though you, the whole He vet, is very you know, scary. So, yeah, but he's the face. I don't know. He's scary. Because he's Elias not a is face. Harmless right now, so he's kind of picking on a harmless chicken poop 
I don't like it at all. I know, it's dumb. We get a video package of Michael Cole saying that over the years, the cell has become more menacing. Nope. It's a... What? No. What does that mean? Because they painted it red the one time? I don't know. I Ooh. think he means, means that people talk about it more because no. later on they say that. I don't, I don't think so. I think he's just dumb. Uh, 42 minutes left and we are at the main event. I can't make this up. I, listen, this is shocking. <laughs> Come on. Happens because we, we've talked about how weird Raw was. Now we go into the incredibly boring last almost hour of Raw. This is, okay, we've had weeks and weeks of really low ratings and they're like, you know what would really get people excited a match with a guy the the main eventer in a number one contender against somebody that's not even on the pay-per-view that'll show them but joe this is yeah this is really going to sell that paper this is a go-home show with aj styles who does not have a pay-per-view match and he is in the main event aj styles great wrestler there's no story here. This is horrible. So I don't care if the match is good or bad. This is going to be boring. Because In fact, if, if you were trying to find stories and character, <clears throat> yeah. there's no way in character AJ would want this match or agree to there's it. There's no right. There's nothing for him to gain out of this. And AJ's entire character is just doing what's best for AJ. All they had to do. No way he would take this match. Right. All they had to do was add an interview with AJ right before the match as he walks out saying, hey, if I beat Drew McIntyre, which I will do tonight, then maybe I'm the next number one contender. That's easy. And then there's something interesting there. This, they gave you nothing. No. They gave you zero. The fact is, we, we talk about how little we get from WWE, but it would cost them so little. To give us something. Yep. They don't care. That's, they, they, we're not asking for the moon and the stars. Just make stuff make sense and give me something to keep That's tuned in for. All true. So here's what new guy says. He says, if he loses, he will never get a chance again. What? Who? What? He? What? Huh? Yeah. If, let me say that That's again. Bad. If That's he bad. loses, he will never get a chance again. Yeah. Not Drew, not Lashley, not AJ. So, we assume he means if Drew McIntyre loses, but he'll never get a title shot against Lashley or against anyone, but he'll never, never get, get a chance. chance again. Whatever. That's stupid. Lashley comes out with his toots and MVP to watch from the, it's a VIP lounge, but I, I wrote down, it changed it to cop lounge. What is the cop lounge? Oh, I'm sure cops hang out there too. Probably. Main event. Drew against AJ Styles with Omos. Oh, by the way, the the Toots don't want to have anything to do with AJ Styles, but they're fawning all over Omos. So I think I see something happening here. Drew, okay, so they wrestle a little bit, and then Drew's going to win. He does the future shock. He's going to win. And instead, he goes over to Lashley and starts teasing him and giving him the finger and stuff. Why would you... Why is Drew the heeliest face they have? super i don't know when we are in desperate need of faces it's so edgy yeah we need a big face here but i guess because drew's been the face for so long but it doesn't count because we didn't have a live crowd Mm. i mean listen just leave him as face and wait for the live crowd you put this much time into him already that's fair so lashley charges the ring and the viking raiders come out just so we can go to break high five yeah, the Viking Raiders, who are here because 
they're number one contenders to the tag titles, but that Who match isn't even on the that? pay-per-view at this point. Only me, apparently. No what? No normal person would be like, oh, yeah, this must be a few. Because it's not. They just want no. a match yeah. to face these guys. There's no real heat there. No, there's nothing. This, there's, this is nothing. So we go to break. When we come back, Drew hits the Michinoku driver, which he's been hitting in all his matches. It looks really cool when he does it. Because he's this big guy. It comes out of nowhere. It's pretty neat. So yeah, it's better. With Graves him. screams, Michinoku driver. And new guy goes, yeah, yeah, Michinoku. I was going to say that, Michinoku yeah. driver. Listen, if Corey already started saying it, new guy, you don't need to also say it. How about you get the next one? Oh, you don't know the next one? You shouldn't be doing this job. Um, oh, Lashley comes in. DQ. What? There's like still 20 minutes left. 25. What? How is this okay. possible? Do you know how much WWE hates you? Yes, the fact I do. They can't even come up with an authority figure to come out right here and be like, what? Oh, 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 no, no, no. By the way, no. Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville tonight, they're dead. They're only allowed to be used in. Oh, wait. Why wasn't Sonya in the pull apart? That could have solved the whole problem right there. But also, Adam Pierce, he's only good for pull aparts now. He can't do any general managing tonight. There was no authority at all tonight. So when we come back from break, this is restarted as a six-man tag match. Oh my God, this is gross and boring. And they go to break right away. And when we come back, we find out that Omos was wrestling during the break. Ooh, which is exactly what you want to see. And you've been told. That That's a special thing. And we don't get it. And then we get it later at the end of the match. Okay, so... Here in this match, which I don't want and no one wants, and this rating is going to be really bad. Um, in this match, people told New Guy on Twitter that he uses, oh my God, as a crutch when he doesn't know name moves. Now when he doesn't know name moves, you know what he does? Are you kidding me? They're the same as far as you can't keep saying them. Well, yeah, you can't have a, a standard default, yes. <coughs> Excuse me. So, but you realize okay. we're talking about almost 50 minutes of a three yeah. hour show, is this? 42 minutes, Larry. Let me tell you something else. Um, I don't understand the end of this match at all. At all. They showed a replay. I still don't get it. So, here's the finish AJ Styles goes to tag. He can either tag Omos or Lashley. They what try would it, to explain this to you, Joe. What, Larry? What would it matter who he tags? Lashley's a no beast. Idea. Omos is a beast. Who cares who he tags? So he goes uh, to tag. Act like the whole story was Lashley was not going to wrestle at all this match. They act like that was the story. But he did. Yeah, he already was in the ring. He was already in the ring. Really wrestling. So, so AJ just tags who he's next to. And he's next to Lashley. So he tags Lashley. Then the commentators are like, wait, wait, wait. I think he meant to tag his partner. What is going on? And because the commentators are confused, that confuses Lashley's character somehow by osmosis. And Lashley gets claymored because he's confused as to why anyone would tag him in yes. a tag match. So wait, wait, wait. He's confused <sighs> being tagged in after he gets into the ring. Correct. So he knew, he's like, oh, I got tagged. I need to get in the ring. And then he's like, why am I in the ring? Wah, wah, wah. 
And then Drew Claymores him and pins him, which is good for me because that means Lashley's retaining at the pay-per-view, so that's cool. Which means he needs to. Drew McIntyre hopefully gets the F out of Raw and just does something different because I'm sick of this and I'm sick of his half being a heel every week. Face on Raw. Yep. There's no one. There isn't. Other than New Day, Raw doesn't have faces, Larry. What are you talking about? I don't get it. Yeah, so wow. They show the replay and they're like, see? AJ was confused. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're saying he was confused because both of the guys were big? What are you saying? What kind of horrible racist thing are you saying here? Because let's say it's not racist. There's no reason why AJ... I Whatever. But why does it matter? It doesn't. He tagged in a tag partner. It doesn't matter. And if Lashley, like you said, didn't want to wrestle and he was confused, he walked into the ring and was going to wrestle. So I don't understand this. Whatever. Whatever. Raw was stupid. And even the good parts, unfortunately, were overshadowed by the fact that the show was so freaking long and that main event took forever. And for nothing. It was was for nothing. And the first part, the first two hours were so weird. Because it was, they went from, let's have three matches that are like 30 minutes long. They changed it to let's have 30 matches that are three minutes long. So that's what what was different about this Raw. It had so many different short matches, yet it was still missing a ton of key players. This face thing is just... It's almost freaking me out. Who? I don't know. Who is a face here? There's nobody. And the guys from NXT that they want to bring up, all heels. (laughs) I'm serious. There are no faces. When is the draft? We have to draft some heels. It's two weeks. It's after SummerSlam. It's uh, August, like whatever the last day of August is, like or the last Monday of August, like 29th or something. Who's the face? Who's a face on SmackDown that we can bring to Raw? Uh, um, nobody. Kevin Owens. That's was that was what I was thinking. And Big and Big E. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's all there is. Rey Mysterio, I guess, but he's so stuck in the tag division that this he's match against Roman Reigns isn't even believable at all. And he's a legend. It doesn't count. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. Not, I don't know. It's really sad. The state of WWE right now is that it's it's l- l- not just lowest level of of any, like any that anyone cares about it. And again, that was proven by ticket sales, where people are vaccinated, they're ready to see like things and go to the movies and like do stuff, but they're not interested not in WWE. I'm saying in general, though. Yeah, I'm saying, but they they bought tickets to AEW. They're buying tickets to that. Why are they not buying tickets to WWE? It could only be because they don't care. Oh, there's so many reasons. There's no stories. There's no faces. There, it's a split roster, so you're going to see half. Right, the but that, but at least they could then. Um, yeah, I guess the only way to see guys from both shows is to buy tickets to that stupid super show with both brands. <laughs> yes, and you know that's going to be. Good. Oh, it's going to be brutally long and boring. The only thing you could hope for going to one of those is that they have SmackDown versus Raw matches. That's the only hope you could have. I, I have no desire to see. It could 
Not not just come to Columbus, which no, is I would right. If they were playing down the street, like it's a play. Yep. But if they were playing down the street and I had free tickets, I still wouldn't go. How about that? I don't care about their stupid, stupid product right now. I watch it to review it for this program so that people don't have to waste their time. The tiny, the tiny good parts kind of make SmackDown okay. They can't save Raw. You can't save a three-hour show with Ole Orton and, uh, and, and Riddle are funny. That can't save Raw. No. Roman Reigns is like, you're like, oh, well, everything wasn't too bad. <sighs> yeah. SmackDown is only the better show because it's two hours. Yeah. I think WWE is in for a rude awakening when they start doing every week live shows in front of crowds. When they oh, can't, that's what I said. When they can't manipulate the crowds as much as they want. I know they have now experience with live sound mixing and stuff, but if they want to play it straight, then they are in big trouble because the crowds are going to revolt and rightly so. This is, they are in an absolute low right now as far as quality goes. Do you think We've been saying this for months. A lot of tickets. I don't No, I'm I don't tell- think ticket sales are going to be there to the look of the crowd. I'm telling you right real- now, they're going to have to tarp these places off like crazy. This, these, Ticket sales are, Larry, I don't think you understand. When you said the thing about make it half Thunderdome or like have one row of, they're going to be like, it's a combo meal. We're going to have fans in the front and behind them is going to be still the Thunderdome so you could watch from home. They would do that thinking that 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 would trick us into thinking there's more people that care. It's the, watch every week. These Thunderdome people are the same people. They have no jobs. They have nothing they have to actually do because clearly they have time. It's the same people on all the shows. So these people have time to watch all these products live every week. They, they're they like, yeah, eight hours of my time, whatever. I can do that. That blonde woman that's always on every freaking show, <laughs> who is she related to or whatever? She's... She never misses a second of Raw, a second of SmackDown, a second of pay-per-views, and a second of NXT. She's on every show. If they called me and said, do you want to be on one of the screens in Thunderdome? I just don't even care. Larry, I get emails every week. I just got one today that said, want to be on SmackDown? No. No. No way. Do I really need somebody saying, put your thumbs up, clap your That's hands? That's what they do. They coach you. If you haven't been there and you haven't sat in on it, you don't understand. But this is exactly what they do. Okay, now, boo. Okay, now act like the Miz just just did something really stupid. That is the, these are the things they say. It's almost over. It's I, know, almost but over. I know it's less than a month. But Larry, if you freaking jinxed it and they have part of the, they still rent part of the screens <laughs> for this thing because they can't have big ticket sales, that is I disgusting. don't think they can have big ticket sales. Because you know what they'll do then? That's a perfect excuse to pipe in noises for the, to represent those people of WWE's um the brainwashing fans where WWE can control what they do. Because like I said, and like you said, rude awakening WWE, people are going to tell you exactly what they think. And these same fans, Larry, that we called dumb and whatever two years ago that we said, oh my God, just freaking watch the show. Don't play with a beach ball or whatever. It's disrespectful to the wrestlers. You know what? I still care about the wrestlers a lot. 
most of them, but I don't care one bit about WWE. So do it at what the F you want. I give up. Do whatever you I want. I would love to see some crazy chants. Some... Oh, we're going to get them. We're, we're going to get them at SummerSlam. I'll, I guarantee you that. They may be very careful about who they bring out of SummerSlam. They can't. It was it was ticket sales. It's, it's tickets. They sell them. No, no, no. I'm saying what performers. Oh, what, what they do in the ring? Yeah. I don't think they could afford that luxury of being selective. <laughs> well, not with the roster they have now. No. No. So anyway. That's it. We don't have any emails about Raw because Raw just ended Good. and it sucks. So, um, yep. Yeah. All right. I believe. Wow. I, I believe I'm Does done. Are you? Even ten percent seem like there's a pay per view next week. Next week, Larry. It's in six days. Yep. Six Dude, days. It, it seems. I, I. I can't even believe that Raw was so not a go home Raw. Nope. That made me not want to watch a pay-per-view. They sold the crap. In that 42 minutes, when they went to three or four commercial breaks, and they they made us wait for Drew, and he waited in the ring, and they sold the crap out of the pay-per-view and even advertised the SmackDown matches. And all of it, I just looked at it and went, oh, okay, that's on Sunday already? I guess the matches are in place, but you have Rey Mysterio in a blow-off match feud thing, Yet it's the beginning okay. of the feud. Don't wait, stop right And here. you stop. have yeah. Stop, stop. Tell me the title matches right now. Just Roman Reigns against Roman Reigns against against Ray and okay, Lashley that against was Drew. Just made and means nothing. I know. And Lashley against Drew. And then for the women it, for the women, it's the newly made Bailey against Bianca with no stipulation. It's a, it's a, they've had this multiple times. No stipulation, no hair versus hair. Nothing is on the line except for the title. And then on the raw side, you have Charlotte against Rhea, who everyone keeps beating both of them. Yeah. None of this means anything. So, so what about the minor titles? I oh, don't know that that do you want those? Smackdown. Okay. Sheamus has the U.S. title and has a broken nose, so he's not going to wrestle no through that. Okay. No idea what's going on there. Okay. Broken nose man. Second, the Intercontinental title is on Apollo Crews, and they might on SmackDown book a match, uh, but it's going to be another multi-man match. Yep. I okay. think so. So th- we don't want that. Oh, how about this? Com- Commander Aziz in a cage. That'll be it. No. Why? You think that's going to be... Commander is in a shark in cage. cage. Why not? No, shark oh, cage. I thought you meant in the hell in the cell. No, 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 no. I mean, you have a smaller, you have the cell and you have a smaller cell. How about that? And then another multi man match? No one cares. I know we that. We've seen these four I know people that. in this IC. The, the women's, thing. right. The women's tag match hasn't been announced, so there might nope. not be that. And then the, um, the US title. I already said that. Seamus is injured. Um, and then you another have the. Tag. You have the tag matches, so you have on. You can't no, because Ray has one of the tag titles, so you can't have that. Yep, and, they, and then the on other Raw is not been announced. They we s- know the match, but it hasn't been announced. On Raw, AJ and Omas said that we won't get that Viking Raiders match until we have a live crowd. <laughs> so so there we, you go. Is- wow. This is gonna suck. 
I I'm just sitting here. I can't. Oh my god! And I forgot the non-title match of Alexa Bliss against Shayna Baszler in a hypnosis challenge or whatever. Oh, maybe that'll be like a ninety-minute Iron Man. <laughs> it should be. That'll fill up the time. These pay-per-views are short, though. True. True. It'll be over at ten. 10. It's going to be a two and a half hour show at the most, I think. There's nothing going on. We just covered. There's nothing going on. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It Where really are the is. dirty dogs? Dead. Okay. Yeah, because they're, they're usually kickoff fodder. So I know, but dirty dogs, street profits. The oh, that'll be a match. Street profits and. No, Street Profits and Alpha Academy? That's probably on SmackDown. I don't know. They need something put in the pay-per-view. <sighs> I mean, oh my God. Something has to be in this pay-per-view, Joe. You said Didn't, like three matches in this I know. Pay-per-view. Didn't Ricochet and um, Dale Gass win like yeah, a tie number one contenders match yeah. or something? Didn't that happen? That. Yeah. yeah, but we've never built on it. Right. Um, I, I have... Two pieces of news here real quick. Um, It does look like, as we're going off the air here, they have, um, it looks like WWE is going back to Saudi Arabia this October. And it also looks like I have the main event matches if you want them. Ooh, yeah, because I'm tired of being nice to W. Give it to him. Okay, here we go. Main event, T-Bar and Mace beat the Lucha House Kids. <laughs> <laughs> and Ricochet beat Drew Gulak. Uh, wow. Ricochet just lives on that show. That's so sad. That's it. What about Gender? Jinder usually lives on main event. He wasn't on it. He wasn't on main event? No. One of the Singh brothers on 205 Live got injured. Does anyone remember that that is that a show? No. Okay. Wow. I just wanted to let you know. Um, and then I also got this piece of news right now that, and this is pretty cool. Um, Josh Alexander, the X Division champion that was in the North with uh, Ethan Page. Oh, yeah. He's going to be on New Japan. Oh, really? Yeah. thought that's cool. New Japan's uh, strong in America. From, everybody not... from the North, that was a good, they were good wrestlers. <laughs> yes. The Southern wrestlers, though, I'm not sure about. Oh, uh, well. Aw. Less said about them, the better. Um, Yeah, I just, wow. I I don't know what to say. Except, except I can't even believe could... we watched two other pay-per-views voluntarily this weekend and now we're forced to watch stupid WWE pay-per-view on Sunday. Oh, th- I was just going to say I I could be wrong cuz we always say that a lot of times bad bad promoted pay-per-views yeah. turn out but this looks like complete junk. Do you want to do you want to trade me Larry? Could you do the pay-per-view and I'll do like SmackDown or something? I won't trade AEW, but if you do SmackDown, I'll do the pay-per-view. Let's do it. Because I'd like okay. to do... So wait, that would mean I start with SmackDown, you do AEW. Okay, it would be like a sandwich, though. You do AEW yeah. and then the pay-per-view, and I do Raw at the end and and yeah, You're going to be the bread and I'll the be beginning. the... Let's just meet. Okay. Yuck. Meet. Um, but seriously, though, uh, yeah, let's do that. Let's, do, let's mix yeah. it up a little bit. Let's switch it up. 
because I'm sure, and I'm not sure, I bet this will be a horrible pay-per-view. And so, I did get but, a review, you know, you know the AEW pay-per-view was great. So Yes, but keep in mind, a lot of times when we say that, it ends up being pretty good. There won't be but any stories, see, do you but it'll be pretty any good. Do you see any way this pay-per-view is going to be just amazing? Mm, if Kofi turns heel, yeah. <clears throat> that could be cool. That could be cool, but... Okay, I'll, I'll put it... Th- could Do you know any way this pay-per-view could be solid, top to bottom, like AEW's Um. I well, can't. let's... Okay, let's go over it real quick. Bailey versus Bianca Belair, Bier, Belanca should be solid, right? Uh, no. No? I don't think so. Okay. No, I, Drew, bet you, I bet you Bianca will drop the ball in that, that okay. match, but whatever. Drew versus Lashley in a cell... I'm I'm fine with that. I actually am looking forward to that probably more than any other match. I've seen Drew and Lashley way too many times I, I unless know. something happens. I know. But okay, I like that match. I think that match will be solid. How could Ray versus Reigns be bad? It'll be bad. Really? It's nothing. What, what okay. do you expect from that match? What if that okay, forget the Kofi thing. What if in that match Dominic turns on his dad? That's too early. Too early. Okay, that's fair. I think they should lose the tag titles first, but you're right. Well, they could announce that, I don't know, anything on SmackDown. The Usos could say they deserve a title shot, and then they force the Usos against Ray and Dominic, and then the Usos get the titles away. That no, would do that was something. Lose, they could lose a tag team yeah. title matches on um, I get a tag team title match on SmackDown. Bliss, right. Bliss versus Shayna should be a train wreck and probably yep. just end up with Shayna as Alexa's puppet. So that so that she can carry around the title for Lily, um, and then we have Rhea against Charlotte, which even though we haven't, doesn't it feel like we've seen that a hundred times? Oh, a million times because okay. we've seen them jumping around in the same atmosphere and yeah, for so long. Hmm. I think it's going to be bad, but hey, let's let's just watch it and find out. I'm going to look up to. you you talk or something. I'm going to look up real quick if. Um, if yeah. maybe they added more matches that I don't know about. What could they add? I don't know. Maybe I forgot something. Or maybe there's a kickoff match or something. I don't know. One of the Dirty Dogs versus who else has disappeared? Um, Spirit Squad? I don't know. Yes, yeah, Spirit oh Squad. That sounds good. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, one, two, three, four, five. No, just five matches. That's it. Great. Usually that's, I mean, you know, like I said, if it's only going to be two and a half hours or less... That could be all the matches. Uh, the Alexa Bliss match is going to be very short, I think. Uh, it has to be. And unfortunately, expect a fake crowd with that one because I think that's going to be a magic match. True. Could be. Oh, well. Let's just let's just get into this and watch it next week. Okay. Next time um, next time you hear us, we'll have watched it. Would it matter? Okay. Do you care about any of these titles changing hands or do you think any of these titles will change hands? Uh, let me run on through. I think the weird, weirdly, the one not announced. I think Dominic and Ray is more likely that they. But make that match, in, uh, that match could also happen on SmackDown, though. Yes, exactly. That, or, that, or it won't happen at all. I don't know. But I think the most likely title change that there could be is Charlotte beats Rhea Ripley. I don't know. Rhea Ripley's a heel too. It's just. I know, but. Don't you think Charlotte's going to go okay. to Raw? I think Lashley retains. I think Bianca retains, and I think that Reigns retains because that yeah. one's obvious. But and as I say that, I mean they could change anything. But 
There's I no... think Charlotte goes to Raw when we have the shakeup. You mean SmackDown? SmackDown, yes. Yeah. Whatever. The other place. The other place. Uh, I'm looking at Charlotte's picture on Wikipedia. This is a different a human. One. It's a different person. It's always a different person. Ultimate and Warrior. That's not my face blindness. No, Ultimate Warrior has nothing on this. He has. <laughs> Wow. They have so many clones of her and they're all just off by a little bit. Wow. Okay. I think we're done here, but I think we gave a good analysis there. We're not even going to do predictions because I don't care who wins. Here's the thing. Oh, well, you I did want, do predictions. None I of want, those titles are changing. None of them are going to change except for maybe the Charlotte one. And I just, as long as Lashley wins, actually I'm happy with the rest of whatever happens on the rest of the show. So I don't really care. So that's it. But again, Lashley wins. Who's he, his opponent? Who's next? Who Fiend? Is Fiend come? Maybe I, Earth to Fiend. Where are you? I don't know. No idea. Okay, we're done here. That's the show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Try to enjoy the pay-per-view if you can. If not, listen to us talk about it next week. Um, until next time, bye, everybody. <laughs>